Welcome, everyone, to episode 255 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today's topic is going to be our E3 preview slash predictions. Uh, I know me and Corey kind of talk about, are going to talk about uh, things we kind of want to see. Uh, I don't know if that would fit into the preview or predictions category, but uh, that's that's the route we're going to go with it. Um, yeah, because E3, I always thought it was like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday type of thing. But it like no. it starts on Sunday. It's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and a little bit into Thursday. I just that that felt weird. I always thought it was a Monday. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. I might be thinking of one of the other game conventions that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Is that PAX East? Maybe. I swear, one of them. Gamescom. Gamescom. You're thinking of the Could NFL be. draft, Dan. Is that how the NFL draft does it? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's not, not what I'm thinking of. but <laughs> Only because I never have an idea when the NFL draft is. Madden's right around the corner. I see what's on your mind. Fubal. Um. Yeah, does anyone have anything you want to tease for later on the episode? I played a mobile game a oh. lot. <gasps> Sim- I played SimCity Build It. Nice. Which I discussed... Uh, was it two weeks ago? Because yep. my wife was playing it, so I I started playing it. Uh-huh. So I'll be talking about that. Actually, it's... I played another mobile game called Top Eleven, which is a soccer management game. Oh, is cool. that why you've had no time, Eric? Eric does hate games now. I don't. Well, I'm a little bit depressed about it, so <laughs> we'll talk about that. I later actually, on. Uh, I actually have two mobile games to talk about this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh... the death of gaming. It's going on right here. <laughs> Uh, Go figure, the two that hate gaming. <laughs> hey, I actually played a couple games that I'm in love with this week. So, uh, In addition to these mobile games, I played a game called King Rabbit and a game called Mikorama on iOS. I think they're relatively new. Um, I think that's it for new stuff. I did play, Dan played more of it than me, but I did play the demo for Hearts of, or not the demo, the tutorial for Hearts of Iron 4. Yeah. I bought and played not a significant amount, but probably five or six hours of Hearts of Iron 4. So I will be giving my kind of first impressions. Uh, it's a, a very long game, a very in-depth game, and uh, I'll talk about my experience thus far with it. So I did actually play something new this week, which was nice. And I also went back to an old classic, The Witcher 3. Oh, so we can it's too talk early for that to be called a classic. <laughs> we could talk about The Witcher Three because I've been playing The Witcher Three also. I noticed. So. Yeah, uh, and then Overwatch. I played more Overwatch. Will, I played some more Overwatch Eric, too. Eric played Overwatch. Will, did you play any Overwatch? Corey and I played Overwatch over the weekend. I think. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, right. Corey, didn't we play together? We did. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. I mean, Johnny's in Italy right now, and he's the one who I play Overwatch with, so I haven't played. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's what, get. What about my teasers? Yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. Did you play anything new? No, no it's okay. <laughs> Will's a little bit grumpy. <laughs> I actually played Doom, Ratchet oh. and Clank. I played a couple of retro games, but it doesn't matter. That's right. I forgot you're you're not in school anymore, so you have time to play some VG games. Yep. What retro games did you play, you little sprout? Uh, maybe you'll find out. <laughs> maybe. Final Fantasy VI. No, but I did buy that again. 
Tactics. Yeah, bought that again too. Nice. You'll find out what I bought it on now. Okay. Oh. PlayStation Vita. I already have one, turns out. I forgot I had it. All right. Shall we get started then? I'm ready. Yeah, why not? All right. Yeah. Let's uh, roll. Uh, who wants to go first with their first uh, E3 prediction? Will, let's hear it. All right. So my first, um, I went bold because me and Corey said we we're going to go bold. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Corey ended up going bold or not. But at Bethesda's E3 conference, they're going to announce a Fallout game made by Obsidian. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's what I want to see. Um, where would you like this Fallout game to take place? I just want to take from you three what would like where would interest you alaska you know what alaska? i want you know what i want to see i want to see uh an isometric a new isometric fallout game like uh pillars of eternity it's called Kinda wasteland like, 2 i know but i'm far more familiar with the fallout universe than the the wasteland universe mm. I'd, I'd be into that because they do do they do those type of games so yeah um yeah, as far as location, I don't know. They've kind of Some... touched on a lot of things. I think Corey has the right. You said Alaska, right, Corey? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would like to see like a tundra focused uh, follow game. Maybe like uh, I don't. What's a bigger city? Like a uh, a city in the Anchorage. outskirts. Anchorage, yeah, a place like that, or uh, uh, somewhere in Canada, maybe. That would be that would Quebec. be interesting. You could see. Uh, Irradiated mooses, mooses, <laughs> moose. I actually like that idea. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, like talk like, me into Canada or Alaska, like a Montreal or something like that. That would be cool. Or like, how about Waterworld Fallout? Yeah, I was gonna Maine, Corey, off the coast of Maine. Yeah, but they did that in Far Harbor. Yeah, and you loved it. Yeah, but what if it's all boats and islands and oceans and stuff? Like, right. like Wind Waker. Wind Waker. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. That would be cool too. Yeah, you're right. Sure. They just can't go anywhere near the Mojave Desert, DC, or Boston. Yeah. Well, Maine's close to Boston, but I liked Maine. So. Even like they kind of covered the swamp, swampy location with. Um, Point Lookout. Point Lookout from Fallout Three. Yeah. So. Because that was my first thought: is like a swampy location. I'm like, no, they already did that. As long as uh, when they announce this this hypothetical project, will they come up on stage and say, "We know Fallout Four wasn't very good, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna give Obsidian a stab at it." They would never say that. No, nope. they they did amazing on the last one. You never, you never. Oh my god, you never, you never admit. <laughs> Gimli <laughs> has passionate Fallout opinions. Yeah, he's okay. Just trying to get his voice heard. Yeah, he's not thrilled with our city selections. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, you were you were talking, man. I know. Yeah. I can't. I can't focus. Uh, you want me to give one? Yeah, go ahead. But I, I like right. that idea. Well, that that would be that would be an awesome Bethesda moment. Thank you. Sure. My predictions are all pretty lame. Just so you know, uh, nothing really outlandish here. 
Uh, I think that, especially after the, the delay of No Man's Sky, uh, Sony finally announces and even shows some VR gameplay of No Man's Sky. Uh-huh. I think that maybe the delay had something to do with that. That game should have VR. Absolutely, it's made for it. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But the only reason I don't positive that's going to happen is I feel like it may have already happened if they were going to do it. You know what I mean? Have some sort of teaser about it anyway. Yeah. Or some sort of uh, uh, coy message about the possibility of, of VR for No Man's Sky. Yeah. Okay. Corey, what do you got? Uh, Sony announces a Vita successor. <laughs> no. That'll never happen. <laughs> Guys, it's a bold prediction. Cut me some slack. That's true. That's very bold. That's the point. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing bold. Will and I are. You can do whatever you want. Okay. I'll do lame. But if I'm right... Screw you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I will be the first to applaud you, Corey. That, you know, th- that would be a drop-the-mic moment for Corey, I think. Yeah, I mean, these are just predictions that are based on nothing. I had yeah. some predictions that we've actually seen rumors suggesting are true as sure. well. So I, I didn't feel good putting them down as predictions. Uh, but this one, Vita Successor, is literally based on nothing. In fact, Sony themselves have said the climate for a new Vita is not healthy. Sure. No was their quote. So, hey, it's partly it's a lot a lot a lot of the reasons their own fault for not supporting it, but people really like their Vitas. Yeah, they do. It's a good it's a good piece of hardware. Sure. And a lot of it's their fault. But as we know about Sony, they like to throw a bunch of money behind hardware and then not back it up with yeah. anything worthwhile. I know the PlayStation is a exception to that rule, but I sure. say you bite your tongue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how cool would that be? I don't think it... Who cares? Would any of us even give a shit? I would. If if their thing is, uh, like, more of the... What's purported to be the NX, like, the, the cross-play, like, functionality between devices, and that's there's a big emphasis on that, I would be interested in something like that. And the, v, the Vita can do that. I know. But, like, the next level of that, I guess. Like, like a handheld capable of playing PlayStation 4 games. Right, like your games that are at home, yeah, without without the streaming, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like uh, maybe even if it was the situation where you could only like buy digital copies, it didn't have any physical media, but but could still play, you know, your full full PS4 games uh, bought from the PlayStation Store. Or what if it's just a portable PS4? That'd be cool. Be dangerous, but that'd be cool. Okay. Uh, my first prediction, uh, I don't, this is not a bold prediction at all, but I think we're going to see a lot of things VR. I think VR is going to be crammed down everyone's throats all throughout E3. Uh, new headsets, we'll probably see a couple other companies throw their, throw their headsets into the mix with the Oculus and the, and the, uh, uh, HTC Vive. Uh, I think we'll get lots of info on the PlayStation VR. Um, hopefully like release date prices. I want to see all that, all that information, you know, 
Um, I think Microsoft will announce the specifics of their Oculus compatibility. They were supposed to at, at this point. I think it, you can only like watch movies and play games like uh, in theater mode in it. But I think they're gonna uh, take the next step with Oculus. Um, so Dan, yes, just branching off of that, the uh, supposed new Xbox console um, has been rumored to be Oculus ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean. If Sony's doing it, Xbox is is going to do it, and vice versa. You know, um, they're 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 trying to stay abreast of each other with with features and stuff. So, uh, yeah, no surprise there. Um, and then uh, rumors of Nintendo uh, delaying the NX. Uh, apparently, that was because they wanted to add some sort of VR capability to the NX. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. Nintendo doesn't usually follow like that. They usually just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, which is what <laughs> some people, a lot of people like about them is they just kind of do their right. own thing, you know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe their whole goal with this system is to just be one of the three instead of, you know, PlayStation and Xbox and then Wii U as your uh, extra system, you know. Your dedicated Zelda and Mario machine. Exactly, exactly. They want to be able to play everything and do everything that the other consoles can do. So. That was kind of my thought too, Dan. Like maybe this push is uh, like once they heard about the new hardware coming out of of Sony and, and Microsoft, uh, rather than lead the the pack, they can respond to some of the other stuff that happens. Yeah. After you know, they can respond to the messaging and respond to the response of the messaging. Yeah. That people give and uh, use that to their advantage in launching their own platform, rather than just kind of doing their own thing, like you yeah. said. Uh, Try to change it up this go around. Sure. Ah, yeah. We know better than that, don't we? <laughs> Nintendo. They're that dopey elephant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, that's my first prediction. I think we're gonna see a lot of a lot of VR uh stuff. So safe prediction. I mm. think that's pretty much a given at this point. I think that's what Sony has to push. Yeah. Okay. Uh Will, what's your next prediction? We're going to hear about at least 12 remasters. 12. Yep, that's my number, 12. That's the over-under? 12 yep, pretty good guess, specifically. honestly. It's going to be sprinkled in there. I've done, like, I don't know any of the rumors that have been going on. So, like, well, I'm going to share one with you right now and see what you think of it. All right. Skyrim. I mean, yeah, I'm in, I'd, be, I'd be into that. But... Yeah. I, I, it's probably, it won't be a full remaster. It'll be a graphically superior version for the new consoles, I think, which is a smart idea. And with I mean, DLC I, included yeah. too. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, they'll call it a remastered ver- or HD version or what have you, but you know, it'll, it'll be graphically superior, obviously, to the old ones just for the, the new systems. They'd be I... stupid not to do that, I think. Well, they already did it. They did it when they were messing around with the, um, the Xbox One. Yeah, they got it running anyway. on the Xbox One, right? Yeah. D- is that is that. that is that one of the backwards compatible compatible games on the Xbox One? I don't no. believe so. Okay, so yeah, they probably didn't want to do that because hey, let's re-release it for in full price. I'm gonna get it. Well, yeah, I'd rather they did like Oblivion though because I haven't really played Oblivion. Yeah, mm. that's a lot of people's would... least favorite. That I was reading about how everybody thought that that was like the worst one. Yeah. Every time you had to go close a damn, whatchamacallit, 
that was miserable. The uh, riff, um, what the hell were Oblivion they called? Gates. Oblivion Gates. Thank you. Oblivion Will. Gates. Ugh. As I said, I just started running towards the end. I would just go in there and I would run to the to pull the stone out. Yep. Screw it. Yep. I I know this would take way more work than they probably want to do, but Morrowind remake. Will, are you wearing a Pokemon shirt? No, it's a Lake Erie Monster shirt. Oh, looks like a Pokemon. I mean, Gengar. One of my noble bits is about Pokemon, so. Okay. Good segue, Corey. Good segue into. <laughs> no. If only it was nibble bit time. Up <laughs> <laughs> well, predictions are over. Let's get right into nibble bits. By the way, before you move on for me, mm-hmm. like I said, I have no idea what's been going on with gaming, so I've been googling E3 bold predictions. None of these are bold. No. Yeah. Well, that's how people make themselves look good. Yeah. Oh, Nintendo will announce a new Mario game. Yeah, the some of the stuff is is obvious or just stupid, like not well yeah. thought out. Like, come on, Game Informer. Yeah. Ooh, there's chunks in my coffee. Although I would like to see a new Super Mario Sunshine. Chunks, as in like coffee grounds. I don't know chunks. No. I don't know what it you is. You talking for the NX, Dan? It doesn't matter, and I I think anything that that's new uh, will be NX Wii U. Probably both. I hate that. I don't mind. Like, you know, if, if people aren't going to jump right onto the NX right away, want to get a few more titles for their Wii U. Um, and then the people that... Yeah, but who is that person? Uh, poor person. Or parents. No, man. I think even those people are going to find a way. Or, or parents who are like, look, I just bought you this Wii U. I'm not buying you the new Nintendo system, you know? I mean, I'm going to get yeah. one on launch day. Same. Without question. Same here. But I want Mario Sunshine. I would love to yeah, see Mario Sunshine too. That. that game is underrated. Agreed. What do you got next, Corey? Well, since we're talking about NX, I think we're going to hear some stuff about the NX. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Actually, as one of mine, I don't I don't think that I think they're full of shit. Yeah. I don't think it'll be much. But it could just be something like at the end of their treehouse stream or something like, hey, here's what it looks like. Something to give you half chub? Yeah. 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 Just a little tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brush over the crotch. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. Mean, it would be the perfect time to do it because, you know, even people that aren't necessarily super well-versed in, in gaming uh, or, or the industry uh, pay attention at E3, you know, like even before I got into – we, before we started this podcast, like before I followed everything meticulously, I still paid attention to E3, you know. Um, so the, the, you know, it's a it's a way to get maybe get those people excited. Absolutely, and I think it's perfect timing for it because they said they're not going to say anything. So I think the excitement, if they do, will be that much greater. Mm-hmm. Sure. Didn't they say was it? Uh, when did they show Zelda the first time? Didn't they say they weren't going to show any Zelda, and then they showed it? It Was was it last year's E3? It was either last year or two years ago. I can't remember. Yeah. It might have been two years ago when they first showed it. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And then they showed some more last year. It said, oh, well, it's going to be out this fall. And then was it, it first revealed at the Game Awards? Yeah, it was. Was it Game Awards? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was. Uh, when, when what's his name and... 
uh, I can't remember either of their names now. The two Japanese guys were sitting talking, yep. and the screen was behind them. That was at the Game Awards. Yep, and it was super awkward. I'm not no. positive, but I think it was. Yeah, it was. I would have sworn it was at E3, the treehouse. The, the Game Awards, maybe the second time we saw Zelda, had a little more gameplay, and they put, remember they put that music over it? Like the live, mm-hmm. yeah. live music over it? Is that what I'm thinking of? That was, pro- that was probably, a, that was at the Game Awards, I think. Right. That one, that specific one. Because I think, yeah, I think they had a live orchestra, right, playing it? They did something. I don't remember. I would bet money the first time that we saw gameplay from it was the Game Awards. Or was it, did they announce it at E3 last year? We saw some stuff at the Game Awards last year. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Nintendo (laughs) lies to us. Good point. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that was my point, uh, that maybe they have misled us in the past. Sure. Okay. Me next? I don't remember. No, the order. it's my turn. I don't remember the order we were going. Go ahead. Uh, well, Corey took one of mine mm-hmm. for that last one, so I I'll go to uh, back to Bethesda with a similar uh, prediction. I think uh, we're gonna see something about the next older Elder Scrolls game right at the tail end of their their uh, set. Uh-huh. Something to just brush over the crotch with again. Yeah, uh, coming yeah. coming fall 2017 type of thing. Yeah, push back to February 2018. Gotcha. Is this before or after the Skyrim remaster announcement? Uh, it'll be at the very end. Yeah. Okay. Last thing. Okay, gotcha. You know, it'll be like, oh, and one more thing. Skyrim 2. He'll go, we realize Fallout 4 sucked, so <laughs> we want to make sure that the next Elder Scrolls is really good. Yes. That's how I want them to lead into all of their announcements. But, Corey, that's a lie. It was a good game. No. I know Fallout 4 sucked, but Dishonored 2 is going to be awesome. (laughs) I don't even think you could say that with a straight face. (laughs) To make up for Fallout 4, we put a lot of time and effort in Dishonored 2. Or Battlecry, or whatever that game was. That's that's been canceled. We canceled Battlecry because we knew how bad Fallout 4 was. I don't think it's been officially canceled, has it? Yeah. No. Uh, listen to Giant Bomb talked about it a lot this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much been it's as good as canceled. Yeah. I can but sign it, up for I the don't alpha. Think it's official. Yeah. The they were talking about how like their Twitter banner says beta coming June fifteenth, twenty fifteen, or something like that. <laughs> kind of like our Twitter. It's... Yeah. <laughs> It's uh episode one thirty seven. The the problem with that type of game is like, you know, you have your your arena shooters like a mo- it's like everyone trying to get into the MOBA game. You know, there's only so many of those that can exist and have and, that was and have good point. communities. Yeah, that was their point. That as as uh, saturated as the market was then, yeah, it's even worse now. Yeah, definitely. And so. Blizzard beat him to the punch with Overwatch. If it was anything similar to, I, I don't think it was that similar, but it's like a third-person uh, arena shooter type of thing, right? So yeah, I think it's closer to Smite, Battleborn, Battleborn. From what I can tell, but I could be completely wrong. Right? Don't you guys remember when I said that game sucked and I hadn't even played it? <laughs> yeah, I think that was the unanimous decision. <laughs> I liked the um, I liked the art 
direction and the the yeah. styling of it, but it didn't look very good the you know the handful of times I saw it. <clears throat> no. Okay. Uh, this is my last prediction, but then I after that I'll go through. Uh, when when we come around to me again, I'll go through the things I want to see from everyone. Uh, so I think for my prediction, I think everyone's going to kind of play it safe this year's E3. I don't think there'll be any uh, mind blowing announcements. Uh, but partially, no Shenmue's and Final Fantasy. Yeah, I don't. Year. I don't think so. But I think part of that too is everything leaks ahead of time nowadays. I think it's hard for it's them annoying. to keep secrets. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to get as many uh, as many mind blowing announcements. We Which saw, uh, was, was it the whole Bethesda press conference that leaked? Last year? Yesterday? Yeah, was, uh, what? Yeah. I hate I, that. I pulled up some of the leaks and rumors. I didn't see that the whole Bethesda, <laughs> but this, this article was written yesterday. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, anyone with a cell phone can just take pictures of they're already starting to set stuff up for it you know and they'll just take pictures of of whatever and and put it on the internet you know maybe even under an anonymous anonymous account and there's your leak wait is uh the, is that the one where they talk about prey 2 yeah that i just found okay yeah that was only some of it uh the skyrim remaster prey 2 wolfenstein 2 and evil within 2 yeah does anything anything there uh, get anyone excited? Tickle me fancy. Yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein. Skyrim. Yeah. 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 I had a I hard time fun. getting into that Wolfenstein game. I don't know why. It's because the the beginning's bad. I liked the beginning. Really? That's the That's beginning. The part I so why'd you have a hard time getting into it? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I did not like the beginning. I had a hard time getting into it. I don't know. Uh, it was a bit... Was it a little sci-fi with the robots and yeah. shit? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. It's just not my bag. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of going into this year's E3 a little bit uh, pessimistic. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping my, my low expectations will be exceeded. And something does come out of the blue that surprises everyone. That's what That's what I want. There you go. Will, next prediction. Uh, keeping on with my remaster train, <laughs> we get a plethora of information on the Final Fantasy VII remaster, or yeah. remake, whatever that even is. What do you think, just the first episode, though? Uh, yeah, the first episode of six, probably. <laughs> Each sold separately for, for $40. 60 full, full First 10 hours, first episode, 10 hours. $60. And it can be yours for four easy payments and one hard payment. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, that I'd probably buy it, too. Oh, you're definitely going to buy it. <laughs> Do you think we see anything from that Shenmue game? I forgot that existed until just now. I never played any of them, so I don't really care. But yeah, a lot they're going to do uh, their second Kickstarter round. <laughs> They're going to bring that poor sap back out on stage. <laughs> to ask everyone and, for and money. have him ask for more cash. He'll just, like, bring up a PowerPoint slide of here. here's what we'll add to the game. And then he starts crying. Story mode. You know, just things like that. They need $10 million for a good story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, a professionally written story. Yeah. <laughs> a score. Yeah. Uh... 
If you want a soundtrack Anywho. to this game, you have to sell some more cash. That's good. Like the that. worst, the worst part of it is, is that's coming. You know that sort of thing is coming. You haven't yeah. heard anything since well, the I initial. I don't even mean specifically for Shenmue. I mean, some company will ki- try and kickstart a game, and the stretch goals will be that sort of thing. Music. Yeah, story. Oh, yeah. That's well, coming. Look at, every- look at everything that's funded by Patreon nowadays, sure. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's disappointing. But anyway. Is it? Yeah. Why? Well, I don't mind the Patreon thing. I don't even know what Patreon is. Daniel Bat. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm a sour old man. Dan, I don't love. The, I didn't love the Shenmue approach. I guess. Yeah. I I just felt like they could have been a little more forthright as far as you know. Is Sony you know paying for this? Right. Like, you know, what are the fans paying for here? Like, Not just that, but it's like you know, it was a, it, a beloved franchise that's you know basically on their hands and knees begging for funding to make a third game, you know? I agree that it was kind of scuzzy, but it was also super smart. I don't think it was scuzzy. I think it was kind of sad. By Sony. Why? Oh, well, yeah, it's good faith. Well, a a great way to gauge interest. Gauge interest, yeah. And uh, avoid the risk. No, you're right about that. The the inherent risk of of developing something. Not to mention... I think it came after when Final Fantasy VII and The Last Guardian were already shown, so people's minds were already blown. You know what I mean? So they're just continuing on, like, oh, Shenmue three, I gotta back it now. Oh, after just all... like building that E3 kind of trance? Yep. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Like Sony's press conference three years ago? Mm. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Best E3 <laughs> conference I've ever seen. I know you really liked it because you tweeted from Thumbstick Athletes, God bless you, Sony. <laughs> it was it was so good. It was good. It was, it, it was good. It, couldn't, it could not have been better. It was very well crafted and a, a very good response to Microsoft's. <laughs> hey, the Microsoft's absolute shit storm. Hey, how about that Connect, huh, fellas? They really needed uh, to pack that in for the extra hundred bucks oh, yeah. on the well, initial Dan, launch, con- launch next, console. Well, uh, Dan, Xbox update is going to bring Cortana to the table for your Connect. Oh boy! Yippee! I had forgotten <laughs> all about that Connect thing, Dan. Yep. I tried yeah, to give them the benefit of the doubt for that too. They said it was essential. They lied. Exactly. That's why. That's why Sony <laughs> is winning this console generation. Corporations don't lie to consumers. <laughs> Anyway, whose turn is it now? I'll go. Eric. Eric, go ahead. Let's hear it. This is not bold, not even close to bold. But okay. I think we we hear a uh, release date and price for the new PS4 console, PS4 and a half, if you will. Mm-hmm. Neo. Right? Uh, I guess I'll add to that. I think that that is this holiday comes out. Okay. Didn't we... Um... Didn't we read when this news of, uh, originally broke that they could potentially have enough ready to sell by E3? Like 2 million units? Not that that's a lot, but... Maybe we did read that. Because that would be awesome. Yeah. Just to take your prediction one step further, Eric. 
Ava- available now. Like they're available now. Yeah, we'd probably know about it by now though, because that stuff once oh, it gets yeah. to retailers. Yeah, it's out. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, another leak. Did you see GameStop leaked uh, Injustice Two? I don't know who Ed Boon is, but he must be part of the development group that does Injustice. <laughs> and he had a funny tweet. It was something like a Christmas Christmas card list or something, and it said like you know whatever Kotaku, whoever, whoever, and then it said GameStop, and it crossed Cross them, them off the list. <laughs> It's not like they haven't been guilty of that in the past, too. You'd think they'd know better. They've spoiled a few release dates and announcements and stuff. Get it together, GameStop. I mean, to be fair, he he was teasing it pretty hard himself. Sure. So I don't think it was a huge shock. And he was it was funny, you know. He was it was a good response, but get, um, get it together, GameStop. Yeah, so I think we're gonna get release dates and pricing for PSVR and the new PS4. And a bundle for the two. Okay. Save your pennies. Yeah. Start eating ramen noodles and mac and cheese only. I'm going to have to if you want a bundle. Yeah. Okay. Next. I'll go. Let's hear it. Rage 2. I've been predicting this for a while. Okay. But I don't know if it'll actually happen. I liked Rage 1. So oh, I, I know you did. Wouldn't mind seeing a Rage 2. You were the only one. Was I the only one that played it? I played no, you're the only one that hours. liked it. No. <laughs> Did everyone play it, though? Did you play it? In the world? No. Out of oh. us. The four of us. <laughs> I didn't play it, no. I Math. wanted to play it. I just never got to it. Uh, as soon as I heard you had to backtrack and the saving system was bad, it was off my list immediately. Yeah, there was a couple a couple things about it that I really didn't like. Uh, I seem to remember the the backtracking and the, the, the stupid save points. Um, and then the, the dying animations for when you shot someone up and they died, it looked ridiculous. Um, but, like, the vehicular stuff was all really cool. Um, they, they build it as, like, another f- Fallout 3, and it definitely was not that. That's who they tried to appeal to. Fallout Three fans, and it was nothing like that. But it was similar. There was an apocalypse. Yeah, well, that's the about where the similarities end. You know, mm. <clears throat> it did look awesome, though. It looked great. I don't. I was gonna replay it not that long ago. Uh, I downloaded it and everything. I just never, never played it. But Rage Two. Okay. Will, what do you have? What do you have left? I got one more. One um, more. I'm going to be so impressed by VR that I'm going to want to buy one. Yeah. Which no, one? I'd... PlayStation. That's just as bold as I can get for my last oh. one. I'm don't care for VR as of right now, and I know the E3 is just going to be full of it. Yeah. So that's like I'm not looking forward to it for that reason. Not not that I'm not looking forward to it. It's just like I don't want every press conference to be like 10 15 minutes of VR when I'm not the least bit interested in it. Yeah. You're not even the least bit interested. No. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm only uh, I'm, I'm kind of with Will. I'm only very mildly interested. Um like uh, well that that counts as the least bit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so, only only uh curiosity. Like uh, one, uh, I think it was Paul Tassi, uh, once again, I, I bring up, but he, he wrote that, uh, 
he got was it the Vive or the Oculus? Doesn't matter. Um, and he's like, yeah, I use it a lot for for two days, and then now it sits in a box in the in the closet. When I have people over, I show them. Uh, but he said even like one of his gamer friends he had over to to try it, and he played a game for like fifteen minutes, and then was like, okay, let's let's play Rocket League now. You know, like he didn't really rocket league's a special horse damn <laughs> well i mean any 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 like couch co-op game that you would go over to play with a friend like you know yeah. vr is out for that so absolutely but let's just be honest how many people are still playing couch co-op games not many but like i i think of my situation uh you know it's not it won't enhance my experience for like overwatch or hearts of iron or anything like and- that Specifically for your situation, it's certainly not parent-friendly. No, it's not parent-friendly at all. Uh, all the wires and stuff, uh, too, I hear, are, I hear are, are, are an issue for, for people that own the system. So, this I have seen some uh, really cleverly rigged up IKEA hacks yeah, for, to, to manage the, the Yeah, wires. like, is it like, um, have you ever used the car wash where they have that spinny thing up on the top? Yeah. Like, that's, like that sort of thing? Yep. They keep everything elevated so you don't trip over the wires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's smart. And it's retractable, too, so it you know it never, it never hangs. Never underestimate the the power of a, a gamer to slightly improve a, a product, you know? I just, I could never see myself, like, having an issue like that and in, in, in resolving myself to do something about it. Yeah, I would just suffer. Are you through. kidding me? Not even a chance. <laughs> I would just suffer through tripping over the wires and stuff. Exactly. And then I'd be like, okay, this is not worth it anymore, and I'd put it away. And never I'd much rather just keep pulling the wires out of the dog's mouth and doing anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> getting mad at the dog. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, and, and the cost, too. Like, I was initially interested if the the Oculus was going to be 300 or even 350 but, like, for 600 bucks, you can get an amazing, like, G-Sync monitor, you know? Uh, that would increase that that would uh I would get tons of tons of use out of you know. Until so. these VR headsets transport me into a virtual world where I can do whatever I want, I'm not interested. Like, what do you want to do? Like sexy just stuff? Hollow? No, just <laughs> that'll happen. Hollow <laughs> like. Oh yeah, I just want to be like transported into a zombie world and try and survive. And then once I die, I come out of it, or like stuff like that. You know what that says to me, Will? You're just what? not an early adopter. No, well, you're, waiting. Later not, on. you're waiting. That for might the not be a bad thing. Kinks to no, be worked out. Thing. I think it's probably a smart thing. Let yeah, me waste some money. I I still just think the augmented reality stuff is more uh, interesting. Not interesting, but uh, easier to create video games for. Sure. Like like video games that you want to play. Actual games, yeah. Of demos, yeah, yeah. There is yeah. one that I think looks cool. Can't remember what it is. Don't ask me. But it's like in a forest with some dinosaurs. Ark. No, <laughs> I don't remember what it's called, but it looked pretty cool. Ark. Yeah, I mean, we still have. We all sort of agreed that this would be the case too. That we're still waiting for that like killer VR game that we just haven't seen. You know, the one you have to have. The one that convinces that's, you to buy VR. We'll see it at E3. I already predicted it. Oh, that was that's, prediction. That's one of the things oh, I have Sky. I have down for Sony, actually. And I'll get when I talk about it, I'll get there. But that's one thing I want to see during their conference is the AAA must-have VR title. 
you know. You know what's sad, Dan? What's that? It ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that I mean most <laughs> most of these things that I have on my what I want to see from each of the conferences are things that I don't think are gonna happen, yeah. but sure. So uh, Jake brings up in the chat that he wants a Elder Scrolls VR game. Yep. And I was thinking, how cool would it be? Because I think that would be hard to do. Yeah. Uh, technical restrictions, but how cool would it oh be God. to just have like the like Elder Scrolls tour guide? And you just get this old crotchety old man to walk you through all these uh, like Elder Scrolls ruins and stuff, and just tells you about the lore while, while you're just kind of looking around. While you're on like horseback or sitting in a wagon or something. Yeah, and it's more storytelling than yeah. actually like playing a game. It would be like the 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 Skyrim really? experience. Oh yeah. Oh man, I would love that's that. That's exactly what I hate in video games. Really? I'd, but it's I'd that's the thing. That. Like, I think. Uh, like VR is more suited to to what I'm describing than like oh yeah an actual Elder right. Scrolls game. No, you're you're right about that. I just like it's the reason I don't like Game of Thrones. It's too much story and mm. character building. I just get bored. Yeah. Like I'd sit there for a half hour and be like, oh, this is really cool, and then the next time I put it on, it would be for 15 minutes, and I'd say, oh, this is really cool, and the next time it'd be for five minutes. I'd be like, well, I'm probably not gonna do that again. <laughs> put it away. Well. Uh, as for Game of Thrones, Dan, as Ian McShane so eloquently put it, it's just tits and dragons. Right. Yeah, that's true. Boobies and dragons. Boobies and death. If that was the case, I'd probably like it. So I think he's full of shit. Yeah, I think a lot of people think he's full of shit when he says that. That's why it's funny. Good man. I'm going to refuse to watch Game of Thrones until it's not popular. You should refuse yeah, maybe to. Then I'll like it. You should refuse to watch it until it's done. Because I'm I'm looking at three more episodes this season. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do until next season? Just freeze myself. For that show. There's going to be two more after this year. But they're half seasons, right? Yeah, one's one's going to be. Se- Hello. Hey Dan. Dan. Sorry, my video just died. Um, there's going to be seven episodes and then six episodes the next two seasons. It's 13 done. more, yep. Which I like. Uh, I like that there's going to be an end point. Um, the problem with... Like Lost? Yeah, exactly. Lost and uh, Heroes is another show uh, that just kept going with no direction. You know, there was no end point in sight, and they didn't know what to do with it after Same with Pretty season. Little Liars. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it helps to have an author for your source material. Sure. Because there is an end in sight. Uh, but anyway, my turn? Sure, Dan. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So these are the things that I want to see from each of the press conferences. Uh, starting with EA, they're the first ones. Their press conference is going to be on Sunday, I, th- I believe. Uh, I want to see an open-world action RPG set in the Star Wars universe. 1313. 13, something yeah. like that. Oh um, I don't think EA is going to give us that, but who knows? I know they're they're working on two Star Wars games. I think right now that that they haven't given us any information on yet. So uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Didn't they say thirteen thirteen might not be dead necessarily? It's rumored. I don't know if EA has said anything, but some some of the uh, I think at very least they're working on something similar. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they use assets from thirteen thirteen or gameplay from thirteen thirteen, and they're plugging it into a new game or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, from EA's press conference, I want to see them put an emph- emphasis on a solid campaign for Battlefield One. I think Battlefield One uh, sets itself up 
very nicely for having an awesome, like, solid 10 to 12-hour campaign. Um, I would love to see that. I would, too. It's been a while since we've gotten a, a, a really good first-person shooter campaign. Other than Doom, I've heard Doom has a great campaign. So I'm hoping they kind of set the standard for first-person shooter campaigns. Which game did you just say, Dan? Battlefield 1. Oh, okay. I like it, Dan. Yep. I like that. Thank you. Uh, I also don't want to see any mention of any sports titles. Nothing. Oh, God. Good, don't want good to try. <laughs> Again, with a spoon. not something I think that's going to happen, but, uh, you know, they just never have anything interesting to show for any of the sports titles every it's year. What are you talking about, points. Dan? The Ignite Engine. Ignite Engine. Yeah, exa- that's exactly right. You guys, I, It was so funny when you guys were talking about the the new feet, quote unquote, new features in NHL 17. <laughs> New ways like, to play. Yeah, there's nothing there, you know. The only cool thing about that was the the ECHL teams being added. That's and you literally can create the an arena. Exactly. <laughs> Dan, the World Cup of Hockey Tournament is in the game. You know what that means? I know. Somewhere there's a new tournament. Yeah, somewhere there's a title card that says World Cup of Hockey, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> and you win it. Yeah. Congrats. Woo. Unfortunately, we will see we'll we'll see Madden, uh, probably FIFA. FIFA is really popular, so they'll pro- oh, I'm sure they'll show some FIFA. Above, y- yeah, you'll see every sports game. Um, so. Sports montage. You know, more importantly, I think this is where you need to focus because we know the sports are coming. Yeah, let's at least stop bringing out fucking Pele and whoever else they bring out because sure. nobody, not even me, as a big soccer fan is interested in seeing Pele at E3. Sure. Okay? Have your little sports montage. Spare us the celebrity sports player that has absolutely no interest in being there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll call it even. Yeah, because wasn't it John Jones two years ago that they had come out to play the US, the EA UFC yeah, game? Couldn't even see straight. Had no idea where he was, I'm sure. Yeah, he was probably <laughs> yeah. confused. Coked out. Probably just crashed into a pole somewhere. <laughs> Wrapped a Bentley. Uh, and then last from EA, I don't want to see anything about any mobile games. Nothing. Wait, not the Minions game? Not the Minions game. I don't want to see anything about, what was it, Peggle? Was that EA? Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to see any of that crap. So no, you don't want to see any mobile games at E3? No. Okay. A lot of people love Peggle. Yeah, I, I, it's, I'm sure it's good, but... Uh, it's okay, I've tried it. Okay. I bought Peggle 2 because I heard it was really good. Mm-hmm. All right. What about Fallout Shelter 2, Dan? No. But Bethesda's yeah. next on my list. So that's a good well, I'm segue. I'm a big mobile gamer now, so I'd be all right with that. Fallout Shelter 2. Uh, so Bethesda, things I want to see from Bethesda. There's nothing uh, super interesting here. There's been rumors of a Skyrim remaster. Uh, likely to be graphically enhanced version for the PS4 and X-Bone. Uh, that's fine. I think that's a good idea. and that's that's. Well, I think we've talked about that. Uh, on this very podcast maybe years ago that they should put Skyrim on the new new generation consoles. There's no reason not to, you know? Uh, and then we'll sure. likely... What's that? Sure. Sure. Uh, and then we'll likely see a lot more from Dishonored 2, which is also fine for me. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, Microsoft. Uh, I want to see more game Microsoft games... Uh, the ones that they have in the Windows platform, I'd like to see them come to Steam. This is not going to happen. It's a hell of a long shot, I know, but a girl can dream, right? Yeah, she can. 
I would like to see them announce keyboard and mouse support for all their games. Also, not likely to happen, but I would like to see it. Uh, at least some talk of what the capabilities of the new Xbox One are. I know we're going to hear about the Slim. I don't know if we're going to hear about the the new power, more powerful one. That I think they call it nicknamed Scorpio. Yeah. Um, I doubt they'll have any information about that because they're trying to get rid of the old Xbox Ones. So I don't think they're going to announce anything about that yet. I think they will. I think they will. The too. New, I know they're going to talk about the Slim, but I don't. I don't. I'm not. Well, maybe they will talk about the new one. I think they will because I think Sony's ready. So I think they're kind of have to be ready. Right. And the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, it's, way out of the bag. It's not like any of this stuff's a secret anymore. The longer they wait, the douchier they look. It's true. And well, and you know what, Corey, they're pretty <laughs> good at that. So maybe Dan's on to something. Could be uh, a year till we hear about the new <laughs> next E3. Scorpio, right? That's the code name. Scorpio is the code Get name. Get over yeah. here. Yeah. That guy. Uh, I would like to see more PC releases for their big exclusives. Um, again, I would prefer to see those on Steam, uh, but that's not likely to happen. And then more Sea of Thieves. Yeah, sea of Thieves. Oh, that's, yeah one, that that's one that I could be really happy if we see more of. I yeah. believe that is confirmed to be oh, at, to be at the for, for Microsoft being at E3. Sure. Do you know another one that I cannot believe that hasn't come out yet? Cuphead. Cuphead, yeah. You remember Cuphead? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's. What's it going on? Its third year now. Yeah, there hasn't been any information on it in a while. I think there's. It's uh, slated for 2016, so yeah, maybe it'll it be a fall release. I really hope so. Yeah, because that looks amazing. Uh, next up, the PC gaming one. I have no idea what to expect from that. Um, I didn't put any predictions because I have no idea what to expect. Do we know if this one's sponsored AMD again? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, the only thing I heard was that it was it was going to be shorter and more, more focused than the last one. The last one was like three hours long, I think. It was way too I long. I didn't mind. I'm glad they're doing it again. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, there's going to be some developers. Uh, I know Bohemia Interactive is going to be there. Um, Boss Key Productions is going to be there. Um, Blizzard? Blizzard? I think Blizzard is going to be there. That's right. I think. <laughs> I think I heard that. The only I, one I care about. I just saw a few of them on there. Uh, so Ubisoft, Forgot about I want to see them announce or even hint at an Assassin's Creed set in World War One or World War Two. God, that'd be amazing. Just do it. It could be for those of you that have played Syndicate. There's, you can see why I would want something like that. There's a lot of mention of it. There, too. well, there's a there's a World War II part in Syndicate, so that'll win my game of the year if they announce it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. No mobile games from from Ubisoft either. I don't want to see anything mobile. I just don't. How many mobile games do you want to see from Nintendo, Dan? <laughs> None. None. I'm not thrilled with Nintendo's foray into mobile yet. I'm. I'm interested in the Animal Crossing mobile sure. game because I feel like this is my chance to maybe finally get the Animal Crossing thing because to this point I don't get it. Yeah. But I think maybe on mobile. Yep. They're doing uh Animal Crossing and a Fire Emblem both on mobile. Yeah. So. Yeah. A more accessible Fire Emblem sounds all right too. Sure. Uh more info on For Honor. 
kind of want to see oh, what yeah. that oh, game's all about. I really thought that game looked cool. Yeah. It's my favorite toast. For honor. <laughs> yep. It's a good toast. I never, I can, I still, to this day, do not remember how it goes, but I like to have Eric do that toast. My favorite is... I, will ha- not, I won't do it here. No, it's inappropriate. Hail the victorious dead. Hail! Remember that? Nope. It's from uh, Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Yeah, uh, I like them in leather. We we like them in leather. We like them in lace. You know that one? I've That's heard that. <laughs> it's another good classic. Dan, how does the the other one? What was the one you're talking about? How does that go? It was it was just hail, hail the victorious dead. Hail. It's from um. It's on Rohan after after a battle. Oh, it's in the movie. Come on, Corey. I even knew that. Duh. It's been a while. Uh, and then for my last thing for Ubisoft, uh, no dance par- dance or party games, please. For the love of God, no dance or party games. I don't want to see Just Dance 2016 or 2017. I don't I don't care. I don't want to see it. I know it's a popular wow. franchise. E3 is not your target audience. Mm. Please I'm no. Do it. Please no. Will's down. Dance Dance 100. Whatever. I don't want to see it. Uh, what was what was that awkward uh, karaoke game? Was it was it during was it Ubisoft or Nintendo? Uh, Sing Sing Star or something like that. Yeah, I, I know no exactly idea. what you're talking about. It was a really they hired all those kids to act like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really awkward and ugh. it made me cringe just by watching it. Uh, Sony. Sony, uh, for uh, what I want to see out of Sony is uh, more heavy hitting JRPGs. Um, they uh, have the ability to woo Japanese developers like like Xbox can't, uh, and I would love to see more more personas, more uh, uh, disguises, um, stuff like that. Uh, what's the new Star Ocean? Faithless and integrity and faithlessness, something like that. Faith, yeah, something like that. Persona Five's coming. Yeah, that's supposed to come out later this year, right? Or no, is it, it early, to early early next, next year? year? Yeah, stuff like February. that. Um, that's a, a huge advantage that Sony has over over Microsoft is the the JRPGs. So more stuff like that. I mentioned earlier some AAA must have games for PSVR. Would like to see that. That would be great. I don't even know what that would look like. I don't either. I just told. I just. I just gave you an idea. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> I think no. It, it would have to be a game, but it would, I think it would have to be almost like a new experience. You know, Would it have to be a game. game, though? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Not I get where it. you're coming from, but I, see I don't what... think that's going to be enough to to sell those things. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, I think you're on the right track, Dan, with new experience. Yeah, they're going to have to create because even like a, your first person games don't work well. I, I don't think in VR because you're you're stationary when in your headset you're you're moving. You know, like. I think there, there's that weird disconnect. Uh, we talked about driving and piloting games would work for that, but um, at least for me, they're, they're games I like to play on occasion. You know, I'm not a hardcore uh, racing game player or piloting game player. So, And then any and all info on the new PlayStation model, the Neo. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, Nintendo... Uh, I'd like to see NX news. I know they said they wouldn't, but I still have some hope. We talked about that earlier. It's okay to have hope. Yeah. 
I would like to have them announce or show a little bit of, uh, or both, Wii U, uh, a Wii U NX Fire Emblem game. I'll be into that. It's a little soon for that, isn't it? Nope. I don't know. I know the new Fire Emblem just came out, but I, as I said, I well, would that, like to Well, they have the mobile it. one coming. Yeah, but I would still like to see a console version. Dan Corey. just loves him some Fire Emblem. <laughs> that I do. I think it's time for a new Mario game myself. Yeah, what was the last, the last one? Was Mario um, Maker. Mario Maker. And 3D World. Super Mario 3D World. Which was good. Um, and then, like, other than Zelda and Pokemon, I don't think Nintendo's gonna gonna say too much. New Strikers. What about another Splatoon? Uh, yeah, I would love to see Splatoon. Too soon? I think it's too soon. Um, maybe next year we'll hear about Spl- uh, Splatoon NX. Or whatever they end up calling their system. That'd be a good release title. Sure. Launch title. Yeah, I would know. buy it in Harpy. I love Splatoon. Ooh. So, that's what I want to see out of E3. Anyone else have anything they want to want to chime in? Any other predictions? Uh, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Nope. Mine aren't okay. important. Uh, believe me, neither are mine. <laughs> uh, I think uh, we finally get a release date for The Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they have no other games coming out this fall. Yeah. That I can think of. Sony? Yeah. Hmm. I hope it gets delayed. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, well, they're their big, other we'll, big game got delayed. We'll so. talk about that. Nibble Bits, I think, right? Someone had yeah, that for I Nibble Bits? It. Okay. Does Microsoft? Uh, Possibly Gears, Gears, but we're not sure. I think Gears, definitely. Uh, Forza Horizon is due to come out again this year. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, Gears is the big... Crackdown. The big feller. That's not really a big one, but... Oh, is that is that this fall? I think so. A lot of people said that that, 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 that we'll see information about that at Microsoft's press conference. Cool. Um, I'll just run through quickly what I had, what yeah. I want to see. Um, there are rumors that suggest we're going to see a new Metro. Oh. Which I'd be into. I would be into that, too. Uh, I guess Deep Silver teased a major announcement. Although people are speculating it's something else. But Dead I Island. That is now. The new Dead Island. Oh, God. Give us a Metro. It's time for a new Metro, I right? agree, yeah. Last Light it's, was three of course, years ago. Dead Island. I think so. It's also time for a new Dead Island, so... <laughs> It's never been time for a new Dead Island. You know what? We got Pretty. our we got our Dead Island when uh, um, Techland broke Light. off. We have Dying, Dying Light. Dying Light. Thank you. I couldn't even think of the name. Yeah, we got our new Dead Island when Dying Light t- came out. Thirty times the game that Dead Island never thought about being. Yeah. Did that win an award for us? I hope not. Dying Light. Yeah. It may, oh, it, biggest it, surprise. Biggest surprise. Maybe it was last year. It wasn't this. It wasn't even. Or it was 2014. I'm being hated. Or was it? No, it was, it was last year. It was early last year. It was like one of the first games to come out because we talked about it the whole year. We compared a lot of games to it. I can look at right. my list. We did. It kept coming up. Yeah. And then we gave it no award. I think we did. I, I, I feel like that game was vindicated somehow. 2015 Dummies. This is minor. The winners. Uh, we don't need to talk about Last of Us 2 maybe being a thing, do we? No, I'll be so mad. It's time. Bring us the, nah, it's, it will never be time for that. The rumors suggest that it might be time. Uh, but we'll find out more. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Ugh. 
Okay, that's one that I want, Corey. That was on my list, too. And the main reason I want that is because I never played the first one. And what I'm hoping is that when they re- they announce that one, they make the first one backwards compatible so I can play it. They, uh, that was a thing, wasn't it? Didn't that leak that that was going to be the case? And then there it just, were rumors. And that just never uh, materialized. Wow. Yeah, people, I mean, people had that workaround they were doing for a while to get it to work. So they're doing uh, a Red Dead remake. Yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two and a remake. Yep, I'd be I'd be pumped for that. Uh, bad bad games. Dying game Light pre order. Dying Light won most most welcome surprise. Nice, good. Uh, yeah. Well, Rockstar said they're taking a Grand Theft Auto break. Um, however, they tend to do their own thing at these events. Are away from these events. Yeah. So take two. Probably yeah. Probably not. Red Dead Redemption two at E three, but like Dan said, girl can dream. Yeah, sure. Yep. Uh, Resident Evil seven. I don't think any of us care. No. It's it sounds like uh, there's rumors out there. So uh, Shadow of Mordor two. sequel. I'd, be into I'd, it. I'd like I'd be to see that. that. Meh. There's some rumors out there for that. Uh, Dead Rising 4, We did we talk about? No, we have not touched on that. That leaked, that that's coming. So Isn't that the fifth one? I thought it was the fifth one. It's, no, it's no. the fourth, fourth. But I have a, we can talk about it more. I have a little bit about it. Uh, like Dan, I want to hear more about Battlefield 1. Civ 6? Oh, oh I, yeah. I forgot about Civ 6, yeah. Uh, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided? Yeah. These are just what I am hoping for and I'm excited to hear about if they're even there. Final Fantasy 15, sort of. We've kind of got a ton of Final Fantasy 15 information. Um, I just want more reasons to look forward to it, I guess. Uh, I Am Setsuna is the JRPG from Squeenix. I'm buying that. Throwback JRPG. I've heard it's got some issues, but uh, whatever. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm able to see through some issues sure. for certain games. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Just want to know what it's all about. Want to know what it's all about? Zelda, of course. No Man's Sky, of course. And the new Wild Guns. Do you hear they're they're uh, they're making a new Wild Guns game? Wild Guns. Wild Guns Reloaded. What's Wild Guns? It's that like space western shooter, side scrolling shooter from was it SNES? You'd know it when you saw it. That's Wild Star. No, it's Wild Guns. The only thing that's coming to mind is Tin Star. Tin Star, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Thank you. Great game. Tinder. We need another one. Yeah. Tinder is how you said well. Yeah. I got Wild Guns playing in the chat, Dan, if you want. If you want to tune into uh twitch.tv slash thumbstick athletes, you'll see. I don't think I have it on this. I guess I could look on my phone. Okay. Anything else? There's one other thing that I want to see. Let's hear it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts info on the new one. Yeah. It's a it's a series I've always thought I should be more into. So, I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, it looks, looks cool. I'm looking... Wild oh. Guns. I don't remember this game. I don't either. I don't think I ever played it. Just like a cowboy jumping around on top of a train shooting at this guy with a jetpack. It's a lot like Tin Star, Dan. 
Um, and I forgot to mention, and Beardless mentioned it in the chat, is a new Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, an actual Knights of the Old Republic and not the Old Republic. Right. Well, that's kind of what I was getting getting at with my my EA thing, uh, third-person action RPG set in the Star Wars universe. Oh, I missed a whole section of what I want to see. <laughs> uh, I'll just run through these because yeah. we're kind of beating this to death. But Bloodborne 2, I know we're probably not going to. Uh, Miyazaki himself said it's not happening. They're working on new IP, but whatever. Uh, Bioshock 4, I know that's probably not happening either, but that would be great to see. I'd be excited for that. Uh, Nino Kuni 2. That didn't, might happen. Didn't love the first one, but yeah, that, I could see that, that happening. Uh, people really liked the first one. I was not one of them, but I, I saw a glimmer of something I really liked. So, Didn't that get announced? Yeah, I think it did. But then that was it. Like it there was just like one It did get announced. Bit of information, but we haven't seen anything since. Yeah, it was at the uh, PlayStation Experience, I believe. Awesome. Uh I want to know what Kojima's working on for Sony. Did somebody say that already? No, no, but you're right. That would be cool to see. Pokemon Go, more info on Pokemon Go. Oh, uh yeah. maybe some Cyberpunk 2077 info i'm hoping for that too that's it for me okay what do you got eric nothing dan this is the least i've cared about e3 in a long time (laughs) that's that's kind of my my thing too like i I, as i said i'm going in with very low expectations and i and i hope i'm surprised who's gonna watch i'm gonna watch as much as i can they're all like at bad times of course like uh, the conferences are like when I have to take Max to school or when I gotta when I've got to leave to go pick him up from school. They're all all in that bad time frame. So, so I, I get out of work at five on Monday. Yeah, I think one starts at noon on Monday and one's at like three. So no. I'm gonna have to watch Has them all. Has Sony been at like eight? Monday is all uh, after five. Oh, good. Are you sure? Then I'll mm-hmm. probably watch. Is it, is it Tuesday that they're during the day? The the only thing on Tuesday is the Nintendo Treehouse. Are you sure? Which starts at noon. I'm June fourteenth. I'm pretty sure I yeah. looked and it, I Xbox was... starts you... at five thirty PM. Oh shit. Twelve thirty PM Eastern. Yeah, uh, exactly. you're looking at Pacific. No, I was looking oh, at that wouldn't even work <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at uh British standard time. Oh. Uh yeah, sorry. Twelve Xbox is twelve thirty on Monday. Yep. Um, the PC show is at 2.30. Ubisoft is at 4. PlayStation is at 9. Yeah, I'll watch the PlayStation one. Yeah, that's probably the only one I'm going to be able to watch live. I'll be the able to was... watch them all. It actually works out perfectly for, oh, perfect. my, for my schedule. So, Can you live tweet, Corey? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. All right. He's not going to. Maybe maybe I'll uh I'll turn on the stream and uh, if you guys want to come join me and hang out for a little bit, we can chat and watch together. I'll see what I can do. Uh, like I said, I get out of five, so I don't know. We could do that for the Sony one. Show. Faux show. All right, nibble bits. Will. Oh, I only have one actually. Let's hear it. Uh, one sec. Sorry, this came up quick on me. Oh, that's fine. 
Um, so Nintendo did a poll of the most popular Pokemon. Now, who would you guys guess would be the most popular Pokemon? Pikachu. Charizard. Greninja. I know who it is. Mewtwo. Both could guess. Pikachu didn't crack the top three. What? Uh, Charizard was not in the top 12. Wow. Actually, I lied. He's nine, so he Mm. is there. It's actually Greninja. Yeah. Didn't Corey say Greninja? (laughs) He he had read the article before. He read the article. If I I ignored Corey when he he said it. He could have fooled me. Should have. That's why I said Charizard. I knew it was Greninja, but I figured out. That's who I would have picked before I read that. Really? Yeah. Who'd they pull? You would have picked Greninja, Dan? No, I said I would have picked Charizard. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, They pretty much... was It was a Pokemon event that they had in Tokyo. Mm. And they got pulled there, and it was almost like 6,000 people that they... So or 600,000 people, sorry. This is the most popular Pokemon amongst people that would go to a Pokemon convention. You know, in I was kind of... I was kind of surprised by the answer, but when you break it down, like, Greninja is like a ninja, like, water Pokemon. Looks kind of cool. In Smash Brothers. He's pretty awesome in Smash Brothers. So, like, I'm not that surprised. I just figured it would be Pikachu. Sure. Pikachu is the only one I give a shit about. Um, And number two was just as surprising to me. Geodude? Snorlax? It's it's Arceus. Is how it's pronounced? I, I don't think. even know who that is. That's a newer Pokemon, but then it's Mew, which is a really popular Pokemon. And then Pikachu, uh, Sylveon, which is uh, a new Pokemon. Come on, that's, I'm getting out of hand. That's top five, and then Charizard's nine, Mewtwo's 11, Eevee's 12. I was listening to the uh, IGN's Nintendo Voice Chat podcast, the most recent yeah. one, and they talked a lot about, because I guess some new info came out on Sun and Moon. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Actually. And they brought in all their Pokemon experts to talk about it, and it kind of got me excited for Pokemon. That's right, Corey. Even though, come on. Yeah, I know, I know. Come on, Corey. Just There's do it. a little guy on my shoulder telling me, "Don't care about it. You're not gonna like it anyway." It'll be Don't the same. About... They're all the same. Yeah. Well, your situation, Corey, is you would have to buy a new 3ds anyway. So, I got one. You have Will's. Who's gonna want it back? That's not Will's. <laughs> Have you even played Fire Emblem in the last like week? Yeah, I'm going to talk about it and what we played. Okay. You told me I, I didn't have a deadline. I hope you hate it. Well, the deadline like, is... He doesn't. He, he already said at the beginning he's playing two games he loves. The. Uh, oh, yeah, the, good point. The deadline is going to be... Hearthstone? When... No, it's Hearts of, Pocket Vi- League. Heart... <laughs> Hearts of Iron. Hearts Some of Iron and uh, Fire Emblem. Sorry, Dan. Go on. No, I was just going to say Corey's deadline is when the new Pokemon comes out. You better believe it. That's fair. Will knows when you where you live, so. I will steal it if I have to. <laughs> uh, the, the Pokemon argument is something that I'm not even going to indulge you guys with. That's fine. I'd re- I don't have the energy. <laughs> No, they made they made Pokemon sound like it was actually like a strategy game. It kind of is to I, uh, I know very, I mean, very light extent. Yeah, well, it's for five year olds. It's a blizzard of strategy games. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh 
yeah, Will, you nailed it. It's for it's for five year olds. It's strategy for five year olds. But they talked about the competitive scene and how uh, the new Pokemon, how they change, will change things up in the competitive scene and stuff like that. And it all sounded, they all they made it sound really cool. But I know deep down, that's weird because you're making it sound way dorkier. <laughs> you're ruining it for for our listening audience. I maintain that the best Pokemon games ever made were Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're good. As long as you're willing to admit that. They're not my favorite, but they're really, they're some of the best. Fair enough. And Beardless is right. People like that stupid God Pokemon thing. I guess that's Arceus. (laughs) Um... Pokemon Stadium, or no, Pokemon Snap 2, NX launch title. Don't if, even. If they announced Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Snap, Snap 2 for the NX, Eric would... Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Uh, how, there. Would, how would Christy feel about you buying two Pokemon games? She doesn't need to know. <laughs> That's right. She would pick on me to no end. Pokemans. I can't honestly can't even imagine the ridicule I'd get for that. Just hide them. I would. Which would be worse, though? Pokemon. Well, we'll say Pokemon Snap Two, or Pokemon Go that you play on your phone and capture Pokemon all augmented reality Pokemon. <laughs> um, which would... I don't know to be honest with you because I can I, I what I'm picturing in my head is me sitting there in my chair. Taking pictures, fake pictures of Pokemon, uh-huh. uh, and her walking in after a twelve-hour shift at the hospital, and just turning right back around and leaving. <laughs> okay, here's this scenario: you guys are walk. Okay, you've you've got Pokemon Go on your phone. You guys are walking around the farmers market. You get the little tingle in your pocket telling you there's a Pokemon nearby. <laughs> And you're like hiding in the broccoli patch. You're like, hold on, I got, I've got to catch this Pokemon. Would that go uh, over better the than? Thing. The thing is, Dan, I can be pretty discreet. Okay. With Pokemon Go, because sure. it's on your I phone. Be as discreet with Pokemon Snap. Sure. Because you can just pull out your phone and pretend you're like looking at something. Yeah. Sim City. Gotcha. Oh, what are you looking at, Eric? Football scores. <laughs> Shut up! Arsenal's playing. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. The phone is far more discreet than, uh, yeah. than actually, like you know, sitting and playing it on your on your TV. Just make sure okay. the sound is off or something. Yeah. What's that? Just make sure sound is off. Yeah. Okay. So that was your nibble bit, well. Yep. Okay. Uh, I've got two quick ones, so I'll I'll go next. Free to play MMORPG WildStar will be available on Steam starting tomorrow, June 9th, twenty sixteen. Um, we I I've played a little WildStar. I know Will has Corey. You have WildStar. Did you play WildStar? I played it. Oh yeah, yeah. I played Woodrow. it. In, Remember Woodrow? It, sure. Uh, I played it and liked it. Um, it didn't stick with me because I just don't have the time anymore to play uh, MMORPGs. But if you've been curious about it, now's the time to to give it a shot on Steam. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed the combat system and and all that stuff. So. Uh, it was a very active combat system like, like Guild Wars 2 had, which was nice. Uh, and then my other nibble bit is HTC has announced that there should no longer be any delays for the ordered Vive headsets and that new orders will be shipped within two to three days. So 
That's good. That's all I got they're for now. Bits. They're now not on the, or they're not short anymore. I guess. Yeah. Say. Yeah. They've caught up on production. So, Corey, what do you got? I've got a bunch, but I don't really feel like getting into them. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing a beeping in my apartment that I have never heard before. It's the smoke ghost. alarm. It's definitely a burglar. Oh, it could be smoke alarm. Battery going, maybe. Yep. No, there's a fire. <laughs> they did spray for bees today. I don't think that would beep. <laughs> the spray. Uh, anyway, I'll figure that out later. <laughs> Must not be important. As one does. <laughs> Is Fiona just landing? Yeah, I'll get it later. Like looking around. Next week. I'll handle that tomorrow. The official Undertale soundtrack is now available on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, I think Undertale won our soundtrack. Yeah, best best Last soundtrack. Year? Yeah, and that Who Snowden hate... song. Oh yeah. Who hated Undertale? I don't remember. Was it Eric or Corey? I didn't play it. So it was Corey. No, I liked Undertale. He didn't love it. I I didn't I didn't think it was the '98 on Metacritic or whatever that it that it, people were just gushing over it and I didn't think I thought it was really good but not here I am defending it again cuz you guys we had an argument about this on the podcast <laughs> I remember now <laughs> That's right it won like my top 5 game of the year and you guys were giving me shit about it and I'm like no like I like it it's in my top 5 like cut me some slack I'm sure. just pointing out why I don't think it's better than that yeah, but you, sometimes we just want to pick a fight, though. You know, it's fun. But at every turn, you were defending it. You were. I do <gasps> oh, that's you right. You did nothing but praise it the entire time. That's right. And then right. you were like, eh, it's really not that good. That's right. That's that's well, that was my point. And I'm gonna right, try but... and make. I'm gonna try and make here again. <laughs> of course, I would praise it, considering it was in my top five games of last year. But overall, it's. Eh. No, it's a good game. Which is it great? Good, good game, it great? but it's a great game. But not worth the, like you said, not worth the almost it's not perfect game score of the year. on That's Metacritic. It. It's a top five game of last year. Mm-hmm. I want to go back and listen to the original conversation in our Thummy Awards from last year. And you know what you'll say to yourself? I see Corey's point. Yeah. <laughs> No, because that that's was... usually what I end up saying. <laughs> I don't think Thanks. he could on, on that one. I vividly remember Corey talking about how it was like, like, oh, I forgot your exact words, but you said it was like game changing or something like that. No, I didn't say you, I would, I would said, not. I would not use that phrase. Not that phrase, but you said something to that extent. And then you said, it's all right. Because so, I remember like this, this past Thummy Awards was it was almost like me and Corey versus Dan and Will. Yeah. And I remember saying at one point, I got to take their side on this one, Corey. It so- sounds like you love that game. Something along those lines happened. Yep. It, yeah, because I do. <laughs> I don't know what but we're arguing about. at the same time, about. you hate it. No, I like it a lot. <laughs> I don't know. You were getting kind of mad that Dan and I loved it so much. I'm getting pissed <laughs> that... right now. <laughs> Uh, That's what it was because he was getting so mad that Dan loved it so much. <laughs> no, that so was he, that wasn't it. That so wasn't... he was getting upset about it, but then he kept saying how good it was. <laughs> no, that wasn't it at all. I, I thought 
I thought it was all three of you to go back and listen. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but nope. I thought it was the other way around. I thought he spent the entire episode tearing it down, and then no, towards no, no, no. it was the other way around. He I think spent Dan's the right. Entire episode talking about how great it was. No, I spent. If I remember, I don't really remember, but my <laughs> recollection of uh, the conversation was, yeah, that like everything I said about it was kind of negative. Yeah, uh, and then I had it in my top whatever. I think you're right. I think it was he. He spent most of the episode tearing it down because we it had had be. it. We had had it for other things, um, uh, you know, high on the list. And then when it came time to talk about like our top five favorite games of the year, that's when he praised it. But Eric's right. Uh, also, he said uh, that he he had to take mine and Will's side because of Corey praising. Oh, yeah. So I, I remember that part too. Yeah, because of Corey's nonsense. Yeah. It was during Best Indie because I also remember it was fresh off the console argument where me and Eric argued about that for 15, 20 minutes. God again. knows how long. So after that, Eric was kind of checked out because he. <laughs> he I was so angered by Will. <laughs> so then after after sitting there and just listening to it, he said that he agreed you and I, Dan. That's right. I think you're right. Well, at, I think at, best a, at a certain that. point, you sort of realize how much alcohol you've been drinking, and it's like, if I try and articulate my way out of this, it's not going to work. So yeah. I'll just not speak. Yeah. That's, That's my logic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, heading into the thummies. So for the record, Corey hates Undertale. Hate it. That's what I gather. Terrible game. So bad, it only made my fifth favorite game of last year. So... I thought okay. Soma did. I don't remember. Oops. I really don't. Soma's a great game. Did you end up playing it yet, Dan? Mm-mm. Didn't you buy it, though, right? No, I was going to. But it, oh. when it went on sale for, like, 50% off or whatever, I just couldn't couldn't afford it. I, I just bought something else, I think. Just a, a new okay. game. Uh, Dead Rising <laughs> 4 is real, according to image leaks on a little website called This Gen Gaming. Uh, it appears to show Frank West riding in the snow. So it's apparently set in Williamette, Colorado. At least people are speculating, which is where the first one was. So people are further speculating that it could be a remake, reimagining, whatever. Um, and that comes courtesy of Jason Schreier at Kotaku. So, mm-hmm. I uh, He's one of the guys that's really in the know. Like a lot of relationships inside yeah, he's got the industry. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of these articles, uh, he's just waiting for somebody else to cover because he doesn't have the approvals or whatever, so somebody else gets the leak. They run the story, like in this case, and then he runs the story not, confirming it. Not just that, but uh, he's the one that got all the death threats for for uh, putting out the rumor that No Man's Sky was delayed. He's the one. Yep. People said they were going to kill because he published the rumor <laughs> that No Man's Sky was delayed. Wait, wait, wait. They were threatening him? They were yeah. threatening him. I thought Sean Murray got a bunch of death He did, too. He did, yeah. People, get it together. That's exactly what I said on this podcast. Was that last week when I said that? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. First of all, it's a, what, a two-month delay? Yeah. A two-month is nothing. Well, the, the funny part is, and he talked about uh, this on Kotaku Split Screen, the Kotaku podcast, Um uh, what happened was after he reported on the leak, somehow it, or the the delay, uh, somehow it got out that the delay was only like a few days, 
and so like people were really giving him a hard time and saying they were going to kill him and stuff because like why would Kotaku make such a big deal about only a couple day delay like what an idiot you're a bunch of you know whatever's uh, and and Jason's just like no, just wait. Like the truth will come out, you know, and just you'll see people. And then uh, they did. They actually ended up confirming it, but they did it on the Friday of Memorial, like late in the day of Memorial Day weekend, to bury the news. Yeah. Even if it was only a few days, like they they were just reporting a delay. Like what? Yeah. What? Uh-uh. Whatever. It's embarrassing. The internet is a really bad place a lot of times. Yep. All the time. <laughs> All the time, yeah. 95% of the time. When is the internet a good place? Uh, when you're not on social media. I like Twitter a lot. How come we don't get back and forth very often, Eric? Are you on Twitter a lot? No. Not as much as I'd like to be, but if I had like ongoing conversations with people, I would I would be on it more. We probably don't because we use WhatsApp. Yeah. Why would we use Twitter? Twitter seems like an unnecessary step to converse it with is. each other. Yeah. I don't know. There's just I, I get on Twitter and I follow certain people. I like hate follow certain people, and like, I just don't. Like Colin. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I had the idea for a segment. Speaking of the internet being just a terrible place sometimes this would involve work so like it's not really gonna not gonna, happen. Not, not gonna come to fruition but going to like twitter or facebook or random forums and just taking the most insane crazy comments from people and like reading them here and having a good chuckle i like that like like we could call the segment lowest common denominator yeah <laughs> it's Something like that. Well, because I listen to a hockey podcast, and they are uh, subscribed to, like, some Facebook thing, and they read, like, the dumbest comments on, like, these Facebook threads and just laugh at the people. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that would be kind of funny because games are ten times more insane with the people in there, and it was, like, death threats. Like, nobody's death threatening hockey stuff. No, sports, wa- sports forums are pretty bad, too. That's true. I, I can attest my sports anger is always worse than any other anger I get. The one time I tried to start a fight at a bar, it was over sports. Mm. I was there, right? Was that Noniata? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys ever visit the I Am Very Smart subreddit? I don't use Reddit as much as I should. No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay. But check it out. It's good stuff. <laughs> is it people, funny? Oh, yeah. It's people who say, like, actually, my IQ is 162. <laughs> Do you have a good app stuff. for Reddit? Yeah, the, the Reddit an official app. Reddit app now. It's really That's good. a good one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's no, better. It's Will, Will says no. I disagree. I think it's better I, than all the, the older uh, third-party ones. I have to sign in every time. Like I do really? it. I don't remember my Reddit. Because you just have a jank ass phone. Yeah, I, I haven't needed to sign. I signed in once. And it's yeah, stayed. same here. I'm gonna download it. Well, they got rid of Alien Blue, so. Yeah. Anyway, back to the task at hand. This one's kind of interesting. The fan remake of the canceled Battlefront Three will launch on Steam. So it was formerly this team of modders, and now they're actually a development studio called Frontwire Studios. And the uh, 
fan remake is called Galaxy in Turmoil. It was originally a CryEngine mod. Now it's being built using Unreal 3. And Valve has actually agreed to release this fan remake of Battlefront 3 on Steam Mm -hmm. for free. Wow. Uh, So a lot of people are speculating, like, oh, it's only a matter of time until they get a cease and desist from Disney. Uh, Somebody commented, though, that traditionally Star Wars fan projects are ignored as long as no money is being exchanged. I was going to say, if they had charged for it, it would have been shut down. But it's it's like, you know, the the, I don't know. It's it's not. It's just a mod, you know, essentially. Well, I think this was I read this. uh, I think it was a Mike Fahey article, and he said that the difference with this one is that they're now a fully fledged development studio and even if they're not making money off of this they're profiting in other ways yeah sure which i could see so who knows and in uh disney owns star wars now so i mean disney could drop the band hammer at instantly. any time yeah so who knows with that i don't know like so battlefront 3 was canceled and a bunch of fans got together and made something that looks like it. Like, I don't understand what they're remaking. No idea. Well, I don't know. Apparently we'll all be able to try it for free pretty soon. Sweet. Or maybe not. XCOM 2 is coming to console September 6th. No surprise. I forgot about that game. Eh, don't bother. It's good. Yeah. The only reason I didn't like it, the only reason I didn't like initially, is because it ran so terribly. Does it run better now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, does it run a lot better? Yeah, yeah, way better. Oh, maybe I might be interested then. I mean, it's not, it's not perfect, but wait, does it still have all that jank that Corey was talking about with the cheap AI? Yeah, a little bit. I'm not interested in that. Yep. The strategy, yeah. Well, the the strategy of the enemy is to make sure you have the least amount of fun possible. (laughs) In combat, yeah, that's yeah, that that's what I gathered from when you talked about it, Corey. And at this point in my gaming, I just want to have fun and literally no challenge whatsoever. Yeah, which is why I play SimCity. Yeah, build it on my phone. Mm-hmm. My main issue, you know, the annoying enemies aside, was is the the RNG, you know, numbers like for hitting. Like yep. I, f- I felt like I hit more with a seventy percent chance of hitting than a ninety five percent chance of hitting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I, I, and I've talked about, I, and a lot of people say, "Oh, well, welcome to XCOM, blah blah blah." But like, if you're planning out your strategy, you have a ninety five percent chance of hitting. It means you should only miss five times out of a hundred. You know, like if you're if you're relying on that to to it, you know not die or whatever, it like should, I said, it should just be automatic. <laughs> Least amount of fun possible. Yeah, that was. I'm with you. That was I'm my with frustration it. with the first one too. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's hard to like. It's like you were saying, like developing a strategy and stuff. Uh, it's hard to do that in this game, and I think this game would be so much better if you could actually have a strategy and implement it and feel rewarded for successfully completing it. But the enemy just deals in jank to the point where it's impossible. Like, yeah, there's basic things like, Oh, get your sniper up high and use uh what you might call it. The whatever ability. Yeah. But Overwatch. I don't really consider that a strategy. That's just like, that's basic game mechanics. Yeah. But yeah, basic thought. I don't know. I, that's what turned me off to it. 
Corey, real quick, what was that Reddit again? I am very smart. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, Chrono Trigger's uh, original director has endorsed a remake of the classic RPG. Takashi Tokita told Game Informer, Game Informer, Game Informer, personally, if there is ever an opportunity, I would love to see a high-quality, high-end version of Chrono Trigger. All right. Yeah. I just thought that was neat. You say no, Dan? No. Why not? I didn't want to see a Final Fantasy VII remake either. Oh, my God. Leave it alone. Come up with something new. You it's old, like Dumb and Dumber. Old yeah. curmudgeon. Uh, this is way different. No, it's not. Way different. What are you going to do differently in Dumb and Dumber? A remake of it. I don't think... New actors, like nothing, you know? We're talking about like a a complete technical like overhaul of graphics and and sound and writing and like all that stuff. Then why don't they just make a new game? Why don't they make Chrono Trigger 2 rather than trying to remake the original? Well, the first answer would be business. What what do you mean? Money. Money. What yeah, but what yeah. why why would uh, Chrono Trigger 2 or uh, Chrono Trigger Remaster draw in any more money than Chrono Trigger 2? Well, it it I mean it it preys on people's nostalgia first of all. Yeah, but it's it's uh, still Chrono Trigger. It's just a new it's just going to be a new game, you know, rather than less... trying to go back and 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 bring the old one into the the modern era, just make a new one. I mean, okay, I see your point and I would like to have both. I would like to revisit Chrono Trigger modernized. And in in like I get that you don't care about the remakes and that's fine. Uh, but you know you'll always have the original Chrono Trigger. It's not going away. Yeah, you're right. I, don't I know. just still, I still like the whole remake remaster culture. It's in movies and stuff. Like, let's just get some new ideas or d- just don't do it. You know, but some of them are really good. Some of them are really good, but I would say the good ones uh, are few and far between, and the bad ones are. Oh yeah, prevalent. I mean, I think you're right. There's definitely more bad ones than there are good ones yeah. but when when the good ones hit sometimes it can be pretty special sure like the dead island remasters yeah i can't wait for those they remastered dead island no both of them why those games came out like didn't the first dead island come out like four years ago yep <laughs> I, I think re re like remake or remaster that's just a marketing term anymore for it's just, for a remake or a remaster yeah well yeah i mean it's just it's it's it's, it's to create marketing buzz it's like it's you know uh uh you know uh, algorithm like oh we'll make this many dollars by calling a slightly upgraded version of dead island a remake or a remaster oh, i see your point yeah, yeah. So Art, yeah, it's artificial. They're, they're using that word without putting in the proper sure. legwork yeah. to, to achieve that word. Yep. Um, Starbreeze Studios acquired the rights to Cinema, CinemaWare's classic video game catalog, including the game I can never remember the name of, but I always talk about Defender of the Crown. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Fifteen total IPs were included for a grand total of 525,000 euros, which is almost 600,000 U.S. dollars. 
some of the other games I wasn't familiar with, but it came from the desert. You guys familiar with that one at all? Mm-mm. And the TV sports series. I guess there was a TV sports hockey, TV sports basketball, TV sports football. I wasn't familiar with any of those either, but people seem to uh, be fond of those. Uh, and Starbreeze, of course, is the studio that brought us Brothers, the Tale of Two Sons, The Darkness, and Payday 2, mm-hmm. among others. But those were the, the ones I pulled out. So that's cool. I'd like to see a new Defender of the Crown. Yeah, definitely. That would be fun. Like, just with... It, it'd be, kind of be like Sid Meier's Pirates, yeah. almost. Like just see, again, that's... Gameplay types. That's an example of uh, it's it's you know you're using classic gameplay elements, but bringing you know it, just bringing it modernizing it a little bit. And you're not you it didn't really change all that much, but right. Um, and that's the example of a good remaster. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of good remasters, gender fluidity comes to The Sims Four. Read the headline on LazyGamer.net. I thought they could summarize it a little bit better. And I like the phrase gender fluidity. It's very uh, 2016. Yeah. Very, very modern. Gender fluidity. Uh, new oh. free update allows uh, clothes, hairstyles, physiques, walk styles, tone of voice, uh, fluidity between the genders, meaning there's no boundaries. You can be a, a gentleman with a nice long saunter dolly parton hairdo who was the sexy strut who was the the <laughs> guy in fight club with the with the big boobs meatloaf meatloaf i know but what was his character's name in the sh- in the movie wasn't it like bob oh, oh yeah it was bob i think i thought he had like I, a, f- he a had fight a, a fighting name yeah a nickname it's not right that's not it right was... at all it's not bob i don't know hold on i'll find it Hmm. Oh, I, uh, but that's what I thought of when I read that that uh, that article. I don't know. Well, Eric's looking that it up. It was Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it was Bob. What was his it was nickname? Robert Robert Bob Paulson. Really? He had a nickname. I don't know, guys. I think you're full of shit. I swear he had a nickname in, in Fight Club. Maybe not. It was. Yeah, he did. Uh, while we're on the top, while we're looking this up, Jake brings up a good question in the chat. Was the first remaster the Mario All-Stars for SNES? First remaster? Maybe. Remember that? Mario yeah, All-Stars? of course. All the games in one? Because they did, they uh, upgraded the, the backgrounds. Yeah. I'm not sure what else they did. Save. The ability to save. That's actually a really, really good question. Uh, it would be interesting to see what the, what would be technically considered the first remaster. Yeah. I'm sure, I mean, we could Google it. I'm not going to, but. There's got to be, like, a such and such collection. Yeah, of, like, uh, older PC games, you know, old, uh, that they maybe put on a floppy drive or whatever. Well, the first sentence in the Wikipedia article on video game remakes, uh, in the early history of video games, remakes were generally generally regarded as conversions and seldom associated with nostalgia. So, 
An early example was Gunfight, Midway's 1975 reprogrammed version of Tato's arcade game Western Gun, with the main difference being the use of a microprocessor in the reprogrammed version, hmm. which allowed for improved graphics and smoother animation. Neat. So, um, But yeah, I think in terms of like the remakes that we're seeing today, uh, which do prey on nostalgia more than anything else, I don't know. The earliest I can think of is Mario All-Stars. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice too. Bob was his nickname, boys. Okay. They made fun of him for his boobs. Yeah, I I thought they called him bitch tits. That's what it was. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. But his alternate name is Bob. Okay. Now, why did he have boobs? He's fat. He took too many steroids and he got testicular cancer and had a hormone imbalance. Oh, okay. I just read about him on the (laughs) wiki. That's what I did too. Gynoclamastia. You thought I just knew all that, didn't you? I did. You're like, damn, Eric knows something. If, if you if you had not said that, I would have just thought you knew that off the top of your head. No. It's been a few years since I've seen Fight Club, and I didn't remember any of that stuff. Good flick. It is a good flick. Oh, somebody, uh, I got I got knocked on Reddit for for making a, a calling Fight Club a clever movie. You got knocked? Yeah. Really? Apparently, people don't like people don't think that way. Po- I uh, thought it was populist loves. opinion. So did I. This is clever. It's Reddit. Well, everybody has an opinion on Probably a good reason I don't go on Reddit very often. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny the stupid things that start arguments on Reddit or, like, a, in a comment section underneath a video game article. Like, just the dumbest, most, like, an innocuous comment that someone makes will just start a huge flame war. It's it's insane. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't agree with the Reddit hive mind, you're going to get torn apart. Sure. That's how it works. God. Uh, well, it's not even the hive mind anymore. I don't know if you guys are following the the Reddit drama on the R the Donald subreddit. No, of course, of course, it's on the Donald subreddit. Yeah, apparently, uh, there's some censorship going on at on Reddit. Well, there's always been censorship on Reddit. Yeah, it's uh, people who are mods with uh, authority, you know. Shutting down. I guess it goes a little further threads. than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but that's a topic for yeah. Like time, when, I, when I used to follow like the Reddit technology thing, and then there was Reddit tech. Like the Reddit technology one was had overzealous mods who, you know, wielded their little bit of Reddit authority with reckless abandon. Yeah, there's certain people <laughs> you give them a little bit of power, and they just yeah. The Eric Cartmans of the world. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all monitor. <laughs> anyway, anywho. Yeah, let's get through these. Metal Gear Pachinko. It's a thing. Sweet. It's real now. Whatever. Uh, called Metal Gear Snake Eater. It's Pachinko? Is that just like slot machines? Is that what that is? More or less. It's like, you know the Mitomo Drop minigame? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but much crazier. Fascinating. So... But anyway, it's just funny. Like, what a what a f you to yeah Kojima and what he created. Yeah, well, guess what? He's gonna put another game out that's gonna sell gangbusters, and they can have their pachinko. It'll be called Gettlemir. <laughs> Mortal Kombat licensed beer is coming. It's a thing. Um, from the Pools Bowl, Washington. 
Yeah, Pools Bow Washington's Sound Brewery is the name of the brewery. Uh, I actually looked up the brewery website, and I thought it was kind of weird because they seem like a really small brewery. Their website seems like it was handcrafted by, like, a high schooler in a web design class. Um, and it didn't seem to fit in with their branding at all. Like, they had very Belgian-y kind of beers, but not, like, fancy Belgian, just, like, basic Belgian. And I don't see how that ties in with Mortal Kombat at all. Because, Dan, you remember when we went to uh, the Omegang Brewery? Yeah. And I don't know if you were with me when we were talking about the Game of Thrones stuff mm-hmm. and uh, how much that branding just seemed to fit in perfectly already. Like, yeah. it was already... It's like the Game of Thrones beer was tailor-made for that brewery. Sure. Um, I didn't see that connection at all with Mortal Kombat in this brewery. But, hey, good for them. I'm sure it'll do well for them because people are going to be ordering it and stuff if they do online sales. I didn't Their I didn't website's into it. a bit shitty, too. Well, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. Well, you were right. Um, I'll read off the beers and their descriptions because I think they're kind of interesting. The Sub-Zero Imperial IPA. It's refreshingly cooling on a warm day. An Imperial India Pale Ale that's not all about the hops or the malt, but is a whole lot of both fighting it out for your palate supremacy. Drink icy for more of the hops or warmer for more malt. Okay. The Raiden Imperial Saison. This amped up Imperial Saison has a blast of hops and CO2 that will hit your tongue with a bang. The aroma jumps out of the glass with its earthly and herbal notes not far behind. And the Scorpion Imperial Stout. A unique blend for great Imperial Stout brings both fire and ice into your glass. Ooh, is that a Game of Thrones reference? How dare they? The fiery, <laughs> the fiery Southwest Chilies and cooling Madagascar Vanilla Bean pair nicely with the exotic notes produced by our own yeast strain. I don't like stouts, but that one actually sounds pretty good. How dare you? Is that it? Yeah, those three. They should have made a Johnny Cage one, and all the tagline says Not it punch. will punch you in the dick. Yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I would, yeah, exactly. I don't understand Absolutely. this this partnership. Don't you agree, though, Eric? Looking at their website, like, how does this have anything to do with Mortal Kombat? I'm shocked it's even a real brewery, to be honest. Yeah, it's very poorly put together. It's bizarre. I, I didn't. Yeah, I but nothing to... screams Mortal Kombat about that. That's true. Yeah. Well, I wanted to look at like the images of their tasting room or something. Maybe there's something in there, but I didn't, I didn't get a chance to do that. So we'll look up the tasting room, and it's just old arcade machines and <laughs> <laughs> temples. It's yeah. based on. Yeah, never mind. That's it for my nibble bits. What do you got, Eric? Oh, let's see, Daniel. I got a few here. Uh, first, I'll start off with uh, another remaster. Shocking, I know. Uh, Final Fantasy Twelve is being remastered and will be coming to North America in 2017. Mm-hmm. They're calling it Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age. What are our thoughts on that one? Give me all the Final Fantasy remasters <laughs> so I can play them. <laughs> Have you played Twelve? No. All right. I'm just waiting for 12, only... Twelve to be on Steam. Did they put it on Steam yet? No. I don't think so. It's coming. Um, I'm excited for that one, Eric, because that one uh, could really benefit from a slight graphical upgrade. Is that a good one? Yeah. Uh, besides revamped character models and cutscenes, the game will also feature autosave, shorter load times, and improved turbo mode. And they will re-record the score 
but uh, you can also play the original. This is from Kotaku. Uh, secondly, Sony's big uh, exclusive for this fall, Horizon Zero Dawn, has been delayed until February. Now, I don't believe they actually had a an official release date. They just pretty much said it was going to be this year. Um, but no, it is not going to be this year. It's pushed back to February, uh, which seems to be the the thing anymore these days is all these games get pushed back to like February, March. So which that's fine. It sucks they all come out at the same time now, though. It used to be yeah. a ton of games in the fall, and if they staggered them a little bit, it would be great. But right now, there's a bunch of early in the year now too. Right. And my last one, Saints Row developer Volition has announced their new new game. It's an open world single player game called Agents of Mayhem. Um, I'm just going to read off kind of some of the Amazon descriptions of the game. So I guess you pick a squad of three out of 12 heroes or characters, however however you want to describe them, each with their own abilities and whatnot. So you can um, kind of swap between the three agents that you pick in the gameplay, which is kind of cool. Uh, it's set in the capital of South Korea, which is kind of neat. And that's pretty much it. Is that Pyong, Pyongyang or South Korea? Seoul, Seoul, isn't it? Seoul is the capital. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, oh, inspired by an assortment of past and present pop culture revolving around superheroes, comics, and Saturday morning cartoons. Hmm. Nice. I like yeah, it. So that sounds pretty interesting. I'm, I'm interested. I know Dan is a huge fan of the... Uh, Saints Row series. Yep, Saints Row the Third was amazing. Saints Row Four was also really good. Okay, that was it for me. How was your week, Eric? Uh pretty good. Let's see, what do I got here? Or two two weeks, I guess. Two weeks, yeah. So the one week I was out of town for work, I was down helping open a new store in Richmond. Uh, that was work, so nothing really to discuss there. Um. The next week, let's see, my sister-in-law came down with my nieces again. Um, that was fun. We went to Richmond one day. We took them to the, some children's museum, uh, which pretty much sealed for me that I don't think I want to have kids because <laughs> every parent I saw there could not have looked more miserable. Oh, yeah. Kids' places are awful. We try not yeah. to take our kids to specific kids places because they don't like it either because they're just crowded with screaming kids everywhere and i'm lucky that my kids are at least thus far a lot like me and they don't like that that sort of thing (laughs) yeah um so then we went out for uh we went to this place called maymont it's like an old uh historic mansion kind of thing down here then we went out for some mexican food and it was pretty good uh I left it in the car too long, but, you know, me being an idiot, decided, eh, I'll eat it anyway. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I got a minor case of food poisoning from it, which at least it was minor because, as you guys know, I've had some pretty bad cases of food poisoning in my day. Uh, but I just have been feeling a little bit off, you know, yeah, a little, especially yesterday, uh, which sucked because I had a concert to go to last night. Um, so I went to see the tallest man on earth. Uh, he's a singer-songwriter from Sweden, plays a lot of acoustic stuff. Um, the 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 biggest thing, I, pr- I started listening to him a couple years ago. Um, 
his songs are a little bit somber, which is what I liked about him. And he's got a real distinct voice. Uh, and he's always been a, a guy I, I've always equated to drinking whiskey while you listen to his music. So a couple things kind of threw me off when I saw him in live. He's a lot happier than I anticipated. Oh, man. Which I, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. Is that wrong of me? No. That's I not was wrong. like, wait a minute. Who, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. This isn't the, this isn't the guy I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. That guy wants to kill himself. <laughs> this guy's happy as a lark up here. The best musicians are the most miserable. Well, same with comedians. Yeah. And so I was a little bit thrown off by that. Uh, great musician, though. I mean, he is fantastic at guitar. He's a great singer. He's got a lot of stage presence. I guess it just wasn't the stage presence I was looking for, <laughs> which is fine. But my biggest takeaway from the concert, and I wanted to see what you guys thought about this. I don't know if I'm just getting old or what it is. I, I was not at a Metallica concert, right? I'm at a Tallest Man on Earth concert, which is a quiet music. It's a music you kind of got to get the feel for and really, like, listen to and get into. You know what I mean? Was there a mosh pit? No, no, no. No, nothing like that. But you kind of got to get lost in it, you know what I mean, and get the feel for it. Well, of course, standing next to us is three guys, one of whom is super drunk guy at the concert. You know that guy. Like, big, burly, super drunk guy who keeps dipping down to take a hit off his flask, which is fine. Just don't be a dickhead. Yeah. That's all I ask. Get your shit together, buddy. Yeah. So, so Tallest Man on Earth comes out, and he specifically asks, in a funny way, he wasn't like a dick about it. He made a whole spiel about how <laughs> he put a curse on some kittens years ago back in his home country, and if you talk during his set, the kittens get massive hangover headaches. <laughs> So he did a whole thing about it. So he asked people not to talk, like, just to enjoy the music, which I totally appreciated yeah. mm-hmm. because that's the kind of music it is. Yeah. This fucking guy would not shut up. He was talking so loud and thought everybody needed to hear what he was saying. Like, it, it, I was getting so fucking mad. And a younger Eric may have said something to this guy, but I, you know, I held my tongue. I'm there with my wife. I'm not trying to be an idiot. But it just got to a point where, like, we had to move from where we were standing. And it's just, like, people are so fucking inconsiderate. It's hard to even want to leave your house anymore. Mm-hmm. Eric, you that, know? that's why I never – that people ruin things for me. That's why I don't go to the movie theater. Is that me just being old, though? No. no. I mean, I've always because... not – I've always preferred to stay home and do things in my at my own pace on my own time without anyone else bothering me. You know, because the thing with me is like I, I've never been guy at a Bills game who's like, "Hey, sit the fuck down in front of me so I can see." Yeah, like that's not me. Like I don't expect that at a live football game. Sure, but I also when I go to a concert, if it's a concert like the one I went to, I don't expect everybody to be loud while the music's playing because it's a it's a softer music. Yeah, yeah. like shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know. Oh, I just I got so mad, hmm. but. I don't know. So that that put kind of a damper on, was he, uh, on the concert experience. Was he trying to be like funny guy too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the worst. He absolutely was. Uh, I did want to mention, but the music itself was really good. Uh, I did want to mention the guy that opened for him. His name was John Mark Nelson. 
Uh, really enjoyed his set. It was him, just him, an acoustic guitar and a girl singing backup vocals with him. They were he was really good. A uh, guy from Minnesota. Um, he had a really cool story. He told actually he he was talking about how he was homeschooled and he went into public schools for starting as a sophomore, and he was just like trying to make friends and stuff. So he he, he was in this class with this guy who was the guy who was always late to class, and he thought he'd be cool to be friends with. So he went over to him one day, pulled his headphones out of his ear, and he's like, hey, you know, what are you listening to? And the guy's like, ah, I can't, I can't describe it to you. You just got to listen to it. So he, he starts listening to it. He's like, oh, this is really good. Who is it? And the kid's like, his name is Tallest Man on Earth. <laughs> and he's like, and I never would have believed if you told me that day that I would be here today opening for Tallest Man on Earth. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> Isn't that? I just thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Other than that, the Copa America tournament is going on for soccer. Uh, USA won 4 nothing yesterday, uh, so that was really good to see, although I couldn't watch the game, so that kind of sucked. But, Over who? Uh, uh, Costa Rica, who's actually not too bad, so it was a good win. Um, the USA looked like shit in their first game against Colombia, but Colombia is really good. So um, It's similar to the World Cup where the top two teams of each group will make it out of the first round. I think the U.S. should be should be safe to do that. That's all I ever ask. Anything past that is a bonus for the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that's going on. That's really about it for me. Okay. Will, what do you got? Uh, well, I bought a PS3 recently. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I got it for ninety bucks off eBay. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, and like I said, I had that plethora of, like, PayPal money that just wouldn't go into my bank account. Oh, that's right. So I was just like, well, I might as well just spend this because it won't go into my account. Uh, so, yeah, I spent 90 bucks and got myself a PlayStation 3. Uh, partially because I want to play the PlayStation 1 classic games that just, like, Sony won't put on PS4 for whatever reason. Hmm. Because I've been holding out for that, and they just don't haven't done it and it i got to the point where i was like all right so you're gonna make me buy a ps3 now um so i did bought some bought some games which i'll talk about later uh i also played poker for the first time Mm. ever i've literally never played uh played before texas Hold'em. i don't know what that is Mm. so i went to a river yes it was texas Hold'em. I went to a coworker's apartment. It was Phil, Eric. Oh yeah, yeah. I could picture Phil uh, being a card player. Yeah, he <laughs> is. It was it was me, uh, my friend Zach, who you met, and two other people. Um, and we went, and I had never played. And they basically just described it. It's sort of like Yahtzee, but with cards. <laughs> so like, it made a lot of sense to me. I ended up winning. There was thirty-two dollars because each we all put five in, and, uh, and from there, like if you ended up losing all your chips, you like you could buy back in or whatever. There was thirty-two dollars in, in like the entire thing, and I ended up winning twenty-two fifty. Nice. Yeah, the new guy always played. wins. Will's gambling addiction starts here. <laughs> yeah, you should go to Tiger Downs and blow all of it. I felt like I should go to Tiger Downs and go to the slots and try my luck. But uh, I was pretty happy. Um, it was funny, though, because one kid came late because he was at work. And when he came, he, like, won the first, like, six hands or whatever. 
so like we were all losing money left and right. And I was like, it's kind of weird how that works because I won my first couple hands too, like not knowing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beginner's luck. Like you I, don't overthink it. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of fun. Uh, I, whenever I got a little bit of money, I just ended up blowing all of it. Like, because I was like, oh, I can bet a little longer because I have the money to spare. And then I'd get down really low, and then I'd work my way back up. By the time, like, the last time I worked my way back up, I was, like, really, like, conservative and, like, played as smart as I could. And I ended up winning a lot of money. So that was fun, and I cut, like, I've, like I said, I'd never played poker before. I think I said it was stupid, like, two weeks ago, too. Because uh, I just didn't, I wasn't into it. But it's kind of fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. That's the only poker game uh, I like, too, is Texas Hold'em. Mm-hmm. I don't like any other kind of poker. I didn't even know there was different types. Oh, yeah. A lot of them. Yep. Really? Okay, so Texas Hold'em is the one I like, too, then. It's the most popular also one my... these days. Yeah. Because there's big tournaments for Texas Hold'em, right? That's the one, the main one they show on, like, ESPN. Yep, like over hockey. Which is still stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I played Texas Hold'em at uh, Turning Stone Casino once, and my friend's girlfriend knocked me off the table. That was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Counting cards? I don't know. I'm just bad at it. I'm bad, too. You're a regular Sandor Clitic Clegane, Eric. It was the night that Ron Artest went into the crowd and oh, the fans. Oh, nice. That was a good night. Yeah. I will never forget that as long as I live seeing the highlights from that and just being like what is going on but I love it okay is that everything well eh, other than that my mustache it's looking Today, nice my mustache is kicking it <laughs> big happenings yeah it's starting to curl onto my lip it's weird yeah I always have to trim that I hate when it gets into my mouth especially like right here the old french tickler yeah ugh <laughs> It's weird, like, having it. I, like, tasted pizza on it from the day before. What kind of pizza was it? Flavor saver. Pepperoni, bacon, and onion. Nice. It's a hearty leftover. (laughs) I'll have a little snack at work, at least, I guess. Get you through the day. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, nothing's played some video games. Okay. Corey, what do you got? Uh, just quickly, I started watching the new one of the new Netflix series called Aquarius. It's with David Duchovny, and it's based on the Charlie Manson cult. Oh, I, I probably like that. Uh, nope. it, it's okay. I, I like the, the period piece part of it, but they took a ton of artistic liberties with what really happened to oh. make it a little more dramatic. And I think it really kind of spoils it. I think they ruined it by doing that. But um, it is still cool to watch that time and place, you know, end of the 60s, early 70s. Um, And that Charlie Manson stuff has always sort of fascinated me. Oh, yeah. So uh, check it out. I think it's got like three stars on Netflix. It's fine. Um, It's just I like David Duchovny a lot, too. So. Hey Corey, have you uh, have you watched Broad City yet? I don't think so. I don't think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu, which I have for like another twelve days. If you want to check it out, what's it about? Uh, 
It's just about these two wacky ass chicks that live in New York City and they're good friends and just dumb shit they do. Hmm. It's kind of like I don't know. Christy loves it. It's it's like her favorite. Her and her sister are watching it here all weekend. But I, it's honestly for me one of the funniest shows I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I love it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, Broad good. City. Yeah, I think Sophie would like it. Okay, well that's a good that's a good pitch right there. Um. Yeah, we'll check that out. And then the only other thing I want to talk about is I put up the wit.nes video on YouTube, and it already has like 6,000 views. Attaboy. So check it's it out. Weird, yeah. um, mouse cursor in the screen and all. <laughs> There's some hate. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's to be expected. But uh, I forget who wrote an article about the game on Kotaku. I thought it sounded interesting. But what it is is it's an NES version of the witness uh you need an emulator to play it you can play the demo right now for free uh it's pretty cool and it kind of shows like that imagine if a game just like the witness came out for the nes like back when the nes was current i think people's minds would have been blown yeah it's something that runs perfectly like that concept plays perfectly well on in NES. So check out the video. I, uh, on Twitch, the whole thing is there, but some, for some reason, YouTube cut off like the last two minutes when I exported the highlight. That's I don't know why. such a pain. That whole and thing. I didn't realize that till like yesterday that the whole thing wasn't there. Like me finishing the last puzzle in the demo, it just kind of cuts while I'm trying to do the last puzzle, but whatever. And that's it. And just, Nothing else really to talk about. Been working a lot and, and trying to play some games here and there, and, and still recovering from the weekend before. Sure. This past weekend. <laughs> Jesus. Still, well, still trying to like catch up. Hit, I guess is the hit best the bottle way. pretty hard, huh? What? Well, not even that. Just like the amount of lost time set me so far behind on everything else. Yeah, four busy days in a row. Yeah. Sure. Sure. There's literally not enough time in the day. No. No, and Corey, it only gets worse from here. I hate to tell oh you. Oh my god, I know it. Well, today I worked twelve. I worked my normal job for seven and a half hours or whatever, and then I I've been doing some mowing on the side. I wasn't done till seven, so that's like a twelve-hour day right there for me. Uh, fortunately, I'd done all my notes and everything for the podcast yesterday because I knew today would be busy. But then I go right from that, and then I have like thirty minutes to get home, take the feed the dog, Relax. take the dog out to poop. <laughs> Uh, you know, throw some pizza rolls in the microwave and put on a pot of coffee and take a quick shower and, you know, that, cram all that into 30 uh, minutes. Yeah. And that then... was me too, Corey. I, I had to drive to Fredericksburg today, which is like an hour and a half from here, to meet meet up with all my employees that are training. I sat there. I don't mind doing it. It's kind of fun, actually, but I just catch up with them, each one of them separately. Uh-huh. So I didn't get done with that until 4 o'clock. Then I had to drive home and eat dinner and, like, just try to fucking relax for a few minutes. Yep. Ugh. Fortunately, this isn't like work, so it's not that I'm complaining that I'm here, but. Oh, no, no. Yeah. But then I'll finish this and stay up too late. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yep, sure. It's just the way way things go. I hit the hay, man. Yeah. Well, I don't have to work tomorrow. I have tomorrow off because I work. Oh, fair enough. It's my, my... Weekend to work this month is this weekend, so Hearts of Iron, Corey. Yeah, I'll probably spend the whole day playing Hearts of Iron. 
excited to hear about that. Uh, I only have two quick things to talk about. Uh, me and the wife started rewatching Game of Thrones from the beginning. Yeah. I think we're five or six episodes in already. Five. Oh man, five. We also rewatched. I usually don't until after the podcast, but we rewatched this week's episode too. Um, so I've seen seen that one twice already. Have you picked up on anything to like supplement some theories that you have, or some other fan theories? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't want to get into spoiling yeah, it for people that haven't seen it. But... Game of Thrones isn't science fictiony, right? No. Yeah, fantasy. fantasy. Mostly low fantasy gets turns into high fantasy, like later on a little bit. What's the difference? High high fantasy is like dragons and magic and and all that stuff. Low fantasy is just like straight medieval stuff. But yeah, Um, it's weird. It's weird to go back after all the all the crap that's going on now. Like everything that's happening in the first season feels like such small potatoes. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's like an it's, episode is a conversation. Yeah, where you pick up a piece of information and yeah. that's an episode. Yep, everything's everything is moving so fast now. It's it's crazy the difference from from the first season to the sixth season. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're doing that. Uh, we watch an episode, maybe two a night. Uh, we we're not going to binge quite binge like we did when we when she watched it the first time. But I have a question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And I want an answer. Is Tyrael still alive? Tyrael, yes. Tyrael? Yes. You mean Tyrion? Okay. Tyrion? Yes, Tyrion. Is he a Lannister? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? This sounds like nothing more than a soap opera. It yeah. kind of is. It kind of is. Uh, it's a, yeah, a fantasy soap opera. All right. Fantasy soap opera slash war flick slash uh, softcore porn. Porn. Slash. Porn. It's got a lot of elements to it. Um, On paper, I should love this, but. Same here, Will, because I actually, I love a good drama. Like, I soap opera, I was the biggest Dawson's Creek fan you'll ever find. <laughs> I, yeah. Dawson's yeah. Creek was good. I may have watched a season of Guiding Light. My my mom used to watch this shit every day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've seen a soap opera. Yes. Uh, and then other than Game of Thrones, we've just been kind of readying the house for twins. Um, oh, you can, you don't have to do that anymore. No. Jake had a good idea. What's that? Uh, Corey's gonna take one, and yep. I'm gonna take the other one. So we're dads now. There you go. We did that it, works. and we're gonna make a movie about it. Foster, foster children. And when we uh, when we get sick of them, Dan, we'll just take them to the rescue and bring home a new puppy. <laughs> oh, there that's the other thing I did. We were trying to adopt a puppy. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. Yeah, ha- have it, Corey. Now, when you adopted a puppy, did you have to go through a whole process? Um, we did for a lot of them, but this. The one we ended up getting Fiona from was this ghetto, backwoodsy kind of place. And okay. we, we walked in the door, and she's like, yeah, everyone's approved, so you can just take one home. And we're like, all right, we well, kind of like this one. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, wow. Well, I I can't tell you how frustrating this process is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And I understand they want them to go to good homes. I get uh-huh. that. But at the same time, I feel like the amount 
of bullshit you have to do, and like, I don't feel like the people are super nice about it. Either. No, they're kind of rude. Yeah, I feel like it probably steers some good homes away. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, all that the, was all the hoops you have to jump experience. through. We went to, uh, we were home. We were in Newark Valley for something, and we went to was it PetSmart mm-hmm. in uh, Johnson City there, and we did not like feel accommodated at all for no. wanting to purchase a dog. You know. No, it's it's almost like they are going in with the assumption that you're some kind of dirtbag asshole that's going to beat the shit out of this dog so I can get out the door. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. And it's like, well, you know, you can put your name down and maybe something or other. And yeah. it's like, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. Like, I like this one. Can I just take it? Yeah. Like, these people have to come to my house. Oh, yeah. And, like, talk to us, and then maybe we can meet the dog. And it's like, can you just fucking bring the dog with you? Yeah. The first time? Mm-hmm. Like, Cut down on the unnecessary steps? It, like, I have a job. Like, I, can you just bring it the one time? Leave it in the car while you check out the house? and then <laughs> Leave it in the hot car? <laughs> That's it not usually funny. only hits 95 here. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Speaking of a quick side story, uh, one of my coworkers... Um, was telling the story how he was at Home Depot or something, and he goes out, and there's like seven people surrounding this guy's car because there was a dog in the car. And it wasn't even a hot day. It was one of those like 60-degree days. It happened to be sunny, and he had cracked all the windows, and the sunroof was open. And uh, there was a bunch of people gather around this guy's car. The guy comes out, and they start swearing at him for being like, and at, they were calling him bastard and like awful names and stuff because he left his dog in the car on a relatively cool day with the windows cracked and the sunroof open. And uh, they're like, "We called the cops. We gave him your license plate number. You pos like just tearing this guy down." He's like, I, "I'm sorry. Like I was in Wal- it was Walmart. I was in Walmart for ten minutes. You know." This and, is a uh, well, court. Keep in mind, this is the first triumph that any of these people have ever. had. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he said. Uh, he went home and, and called the cops and was like, I, you know, I, and they're like, yeah, you didn't do anything illegal. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. The cops were probably like, yeah, okay, we'll be right there. Click. <laughs> yeah, and that exactly. was the end of it. The the very <laughs> fact that he called the cops and himself tells me that he was the good guy in this situation. Oh, he absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Feel sorry for the guy. Fucking dickheads. Ugh. It's like that episode it was probably of the, office. the same guy at the tallest man on earth concert. It was the same fucking guy. Do you guys remember the episode of the office where the dog was in the car or was it a cat? Oh, it was a dog. It was a dog. And they like crack, they break the window to get it out and they're all like happy and cheering. And then they're like, well, who's going to take it? And everyone's like, I don't want it. So they put it back <laughs> in the car and put cardboard over the window. <laughs> yeah. Cause Oscar takes a tire iron to the window <laughs> and then cracks the back headlight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, do for another watch through. Oh yeah, it's been a while. All right, do we want to take a quick break before we get into what we played? Yeah, yeah. I got to duck out for a little bit. Okay, too, so I might not be back. Even be though, even though that. I want to talk about The Witcher. Okay, uh, but we'll do you f- want to talk about it real quick? No, just take a break here. All right. All right. All right, we'll take a quick break and be back with what we played in just a moment. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 255 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, 
Should I start with Hearts of Iron? Do you think? Uh, yeah. Since I teased it right off the bat. Corey's being a big schnoz about it. Yeah, Corey, Corey may or may not be back to talk about The Witcher. But, yeah, so I had been, I've had my eye on Hearts of Iron 4 for a while. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to get it, but I saw the reviews that I was getting, uh, and I've had kind of an itch for a grand strategy, uh, especially one from Paradox, who at this point is one of my favorite developer, publisher, publishers. Um, so yeah, Hearts of Iron, 2, uh, Hearts of Iron 4 is a World War II grand strategy series. Uh, obviously they make Crusader Kings and Europa Universalists, uh, the Victoria games, there's, they do quite a few. They made Stellaris, uh, recently, which I know Corey didn't end up liking, but you lead a nation big or small, uh, from either the beginning of 1936 or mid 1939, just before the Nazi invasion of Poland. And the 1936 start date has some awesome alternate history possibilities. Re- reading some reviews on Steam, uh, someone started as the UK uh, in 1936, uh, and after some German aggression in 1938, they invaded Germany right away rather than uh, rather than waiting. And That's by cool. yeah, by late late 1938, they had captured Berlin. Hitler had been assassinated by the Wehrmacht. Uh, the successors to Hitler quickly capitulated, and the war was over already, just at the end of 1938. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and does then, so he, does he go ahead? Did he like? Is that playthrough done then? Like he? Um, I mean, game? like I, I'm sure it has an end date. Like it's 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 an open game. So like you know, uh, until the end end date at which you can play the game, like the victory conditions are whatever whatever you want them to be for your playthrough. Like some people, it's world conquest. Some people, you know, it's it depends. Some people just want to make make it so World War Two doesn't happen. Like that can be your victory condition. Um, okay. So someone else uh, started as Iran and became the new Persian Empire. They conquered the entire Middle East, most of Africa, and into India and China, which is also pretty cool. Um, Alternate history. I found that stuff very interesting. Uh, So what I played, I played about five hours, five or six hours maybe. The the tutorial takes about an hour to do. Uh, It's not a great tutorial. I would I would think that if you don't have any experience with Paradox's games before, it's still going to leave a lot of questions. Uh, I was a little bit familiar with the way some of the systems work from playing so much Crusader Kings 2 specifically, so I think I definitely had an advantage there. Uh, but for mo- most people, I think you'll need to look up some, uh, some starter tips and tutorial videos and whatnot. Um, so after, my, after the tutorial, you play as Italy uh, when they conquer Ethiopia. Um, that's your tutorial you go through like you know building land management and all that's all that sort of stuff it takes you through all that uh so yeah after the tutorial i started my own 1936 campaign as ireland um am i ireland yeah ireland uh my goal for ireland in this game was to i was wanted to learn like the land management and political management stuff without being right in the thick of the war um because controlling units and stuff is still a little a little new to me, um, so I started slowly building an army right off the bat. Uh, mostly doing research though, and 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 getting my infrastructure up to snuff, building factories and all that all that fun stuff. Um, 
and I was my plan was to aid France immediately once once Germany if and when Germany invaded France. Uh, sure enough, like right before we started, I played like twenty minutes, and that's of course right when the war between Germany, the the Allies, and the Axis powers started. Uh, so I had played maybe ten minutes worth of of the war. My my units hadn't even quite gotten to to France yet by the by the time I had to stop. Um, but I'm trying to start a democratic uprising in Nazi Germany, um, hoping Whoa. they they overthrow the the ruling party from within. Um, and I'm also funding a coup in Hungary, who was one of Germany's allies in in the game. So I'm hoping to uh, screw with their allies a little bit, but also internally, like trying to uh, give rise to a democratic party in in Nazi Germany. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. We'll see. Um, I hope it works, Dan. I do too. Uh, but yeah, so far I absolutely love it. Uh, I can't really comment on the late game stuff or heavy military yet, but um, the possibilities really are endless for it. And I'll probably play multiple multiple playthroughs of it. Uh, I'll also report next week uh, after I've, I've had some more time with it. Like I said, I've only spent five or six hours out of a potentially very long game. So... But yeah, I'm gonna download this. I don't know if I'll ever play it, but yeah. in theory, it sounds amazing to me. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I want to try it. It's really good. It's uh, it's a maps and spreadsheets game. There's not a lot of graphical stuff, so that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I think it's really well done. There's the main people that complained about it on the on the Steam reviews were people who spent a lot of time playing Hearts of Iron three that didn't think Hearts of Iron four was quite as in depth as Hearts of Iron three. Um, but the veteran player, some veteran players didn't like Hearts of Iron 4, but some veteran players thought that some of the minutia in Hearts of Iron 3 was unnecessary and that Hearts of Iron 4 did a much better job of of keeping the the super micromanagement stuff to a minimum. Okay. I can't I can't comment on that because I didn't play Hearts of Iron 3, um, but I do like the way things are handled thus far in Hearts of Iron 4. So, so this sounds like a good one for me to try. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I mean, it might take you a long time to learn it, but, uh, you know, Crusader Kings 2 was one of the more rewarding games that I've ever played, uh, and it took me 20 hours to learn how to play it. So just to learn how to play it before I could even, you know, have an effective effective strategy and, and you know, figure things out. So good stuff. I like that. Deacon Hearts of Iron 4. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I played Overwatch. You guys want to talk about Overwatch? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to trying to learn some new characters now. I think I talked. I said I I played some Junkrat last two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to learn how to play May. Pretty bad. Hard. <laughs> yeah, May's she's a somewhat difficult character. And then I tried um I tried Soldier seventy six too. Who I'm also pretty bad with. Really? Yeah. No, he's supposed to be like the most shooterish. Yep, he's supposed to be your good starter hero for like Call of Duty people. Um, and I could see that. I, mean, I was just not very good with with Soldier seventy six. Not he was just wasn't that fun of a character to play. I don't think. No, he really isn't. With all the cool abilities that some of the characters have, like he was, he was just kind of boring. And I only picked him because. Uh, four out of the five other other people on my team were characters that I usually played as, so I was like, oh, I might as well 
start a new character. But yeah, I'm still digging Overwatch. I don't know how much of it I'm going to play now with uh, Crusader or yeah, Hearts of Iron Four mm-hmm. uh, dominating my my thoughts now. I'll still play it. Well, I I have to uh, eat some crow here. Okay. Uh, I will only say that I found a character that makes the game fun for me again. Mm-hmm. And it was Lucio, who I shat all over. <laughs> you guys were totally right. Yeah. Lucio is a great character for somebody who's not good at this game. Yeah. Because all you have to do is be in an area mm-hmm. and push people back with your secondary shot. That's yeah. it. And I can do that. Yep. And it's fun doing it. Yeah. And one of the things I, I really like about him is you don't like with Mercy, you have to concentrate on healing and avoiding other mm-hmm. people. With Lucio, you just need to shoot the other team and, like you said, push them back and you just heal automatically. You don't even need to worry about it, you know? That's what's great about it. And then I spam my uh, my e, uh, e ability too, which is, you know, yeah, that's your uh, whatever, pump up the volume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The super heal, as they call it. So Yeah, so uh, I enjoyed my time playing with uh, Lucio. Uh, the rest of the time, I don't really enjoy myself mm-hmm. if I ever have to use anybody else. Gotcha. Corey and I played a little while together. Uh, we actually did pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, and again, it was fun playing with Corey. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, if I'm playing with friends, I usually have a decent time with mm-hmm. it, but that's not very often. So sure. I think Overwatch is, is still pretty overrated in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Will? Uh, I actually played a little bit on the PS4 uh, mm-hmm. the other day. Um, it's funny. I went into a game, and my first... I only played one game. This is the first game I ever played on the PS4 since like it launched. And in this game, everybody on my team and the other team is Hanzo and Widowmaker. Uh-huh. Everybody. How'd it go? Well, I saw my team, and I was like, well, okay, this isn't just a group of people, and they're just planning this. This is just pure stupidity. Um, So I was like, well, I can either be... We don't need damage, so I was like, I can either be tank or a healer. And I don't love any of the tanks really that much. Uh, Like, I play Reinhardt, but that's just because I'm the best with him. Right. Like, that's just my best tank. So I went Zenyatta. uh, And... Nobody, we're attacking on uh, whatever that Volsakia Industries or whatever. Yeah. We're doing that one, and literally nobody defended the objective. I, I capped them. I had the most, I don't want to, I think I had the most objective time, healing, and like eliminations. Really? Yeah, it's like I know, but I don't know what anybody was doing. Did the, I mean? Did they just do that for fun? Because I was in a I was in a match where everyone or the guys on the other team wanted everyone to be Hanzo, and uh, it was like nine Hanzos out of twelve twelve characters. I'm sure one or two of the people just chose one of those two characters because everybody else did. But like right. nobody, like nobody's talking. So yeah, I, it, I it, couldn't have been planned. It's a little harder to set up, I think, on the. On the PS4, yeah. right? Yeah, so I was like, huh, well, this is silly. So then I just closed it and went and played other games. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, uh, 
the person who I play Overwatch with the most is in Italy. Um, and me and the other person who play with him just haven't really been playing that much. Huh? Well, did kinda... you buy it for PS4? Yeah, I have it on PS4. I had oh. that PayPal money. You didn't tell me. Yeah, I did. You haven't been on in like two weeks. On what? The podcast. You you have my phone number. I'm not going to text you. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm glad you did because Jared bought it. Did he? Yeah. We can all play. Do you have his uh, gamer tag? Whatever. No. I'll get it to you. All right. Yeah, no, I I, told, I said on the... Yeah, you weren't here. And then I just completely forgot about it. Because I mainly okay. play on PC. It was just like... It was late Did you at notice night. a speed difference? To be honest, no. It felt better than when I played it on um, the beta. Uh, what I want you to do is play it on your PC for like a half hour. Yeah. And then go over to PS4 and tell me if you see a difference. There probably will be. Oh, you're going to hate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually hate playing shooters with a controller now. That's what happened to me. Dan. Stop. I was playing Doom, and I was like, I do not like playing shooters with this. Yeah, <laughs> this contraption. It was it was Titanfall that ruined it for me because I specifically set out to learn how to play a shooter uh, on a computer because it had been a long time since I played like a actual first person shooter on a computer with a keyboard and mouse. Probably since I was in my teens. Um, so I set out with the specific purpose in Titanfall of learning how to play. And then once I got used to it, I couldn't couldn't go back other than Splatoon to playing a shooter uh, with a controller. It, it's only like I can do like I'm playing Ratchet and Clank, and while that's not like a hundred percent shootery, like I can do it. Yeah. But when I do first person shooters, I literally like I just can't. I'm so bad, right. and like I don't know. Well, that's why I said Splatoon's okay because your goal is painting the ground, not shooting the other players. Shooting yeah. the other players helps, but you know, the goal is painting the ground. And, the you know, I generally use the area of effect weapons like the paint bucket or the roller. I never yeah. I never could use the, the squeegee sniper rifles or anything like that. I usually use the area of effect weapons. But. Yeah. Yeah, no, Dan, like, I never understood that whole, like, not being able to use a controller until literally, like... It makes me feel like an idiot to go back and play a shooter with a controller now because my aim is so bad. And mm-hmm. so off, like, I just feel like a stupid, uh, I don't know, stupid idiot. <laughs> a noob. Yeah, the shots aren't even close. But, yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, I mean, I, I've been able to, because I'm, I'm usually in the same boat with uh, only wanting to play with friends, but I, I've had a good enough time with uh, Overwatch thus far that I haven't haven't felt the need to only play with friends. I did have someone. I, I just can't believe that. I did have They're, someone give me crap one game, about when I was Lu- Lucio. Someone was like, "Lucio, are you healing?" I was like, "Yeah, heal when I get to the." Yeah, objective. I'm in the area, aren't I? You fuck ass. Well, that's just it. Like, yeah. if no one, if you're Lucio, he's only good for certain game types. If if you're Lucio and no one's near you, like, I can't heal you when you're far away. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna follow you around like a uh, like a puppy dog, you know? Yeah. I tend to steer, stay near the tanks because they can, you know, keep me safe. But that was it. I didn't get salty at him. I was just like, yeah, 
I heal when I get to the objective. When when Corey and I were playing the other day, Dan, we we mentioned how we couldn't believe you liked this game so much. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Dan, there's some serious shade being thrown at this game. Well, From I mean, Eric, no, Corey, I, Tito. I understand. Like, I, I think I like it because it is. Uh, it, like, it's not. It, it's a, a much more friendly shooter than than like a Call of Duty. I could never go and play a Call of Duty, you know, because, oh yeah. um, you know, I I spend most of my time playing Diva, who, who's who's my favorite character, um, because you know she can take take a few hits, and if you blow up her mech, then she's a uh, just a person running around, you know. I like her like her mobility. I use that to my advantage. That's what I that's what I like really like about it is, you know, using your your character's capabilities to your advantage and to, to yeah. suit your play style. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm with you hundred percent with it. You know, I might only get like another month out of it before I stop playing it, but I'll have definitely gotten forty dollars worth out by the time I'm done with it. But we shall see. I don't know if I will. Yeah, I hear ya. Like I said, Hearts of Iron though it may it may uh, ruin all my other things that I'm playing right now. So that's Overwatch. Should we text Corey about The Witcher and see if he wants to come talk about The Witcher, or you want to wait a few? No, minutes? not yet, because I got a couple things. Okay, same here. Um, minor brief time to any. PC games because the family's been in town and shit like that. Um, so uh, on my wife's recommendation, she asked me to, to try SimCity Build It on the uh, iPhone. Uh-huh. So I've been playing that like a fiend. I've <laughs> been pretty addicted to it. Oh, uh, Overwatch is boring, but I'm going to play the... SimCity. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not playing SimCity. Like I'm not saying it's any great game. You love it. I can tell. No, right. it's okay. I mean, I know it's just like average. It's a good. It's just a good pooping it's game. A time waster. It's, yeah, exactly. It's a time wasting game uh, that I just play when I'm bored sitting there. Um. But you know how how she was telling me like you do have to wait a while for things. I don't think it's quite as bad as she made it out to be. But you do have to be pretty conservative with the money that you earn. Otherwise, it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've enjoyed it. I think it's pretty decent stuff. Uh, just kind of building up your city. Uh, I guess to the point where, like, certain levels you unlock, like, fire stations, police stations, and things like that. Um, and if you haven't saved up enough money for those things, you're, you're, I think they're called, like, simoleons or whatever, will bug you. And their happiness rating or whatever will go down. Um, but I don't know. It's a pretty good mobile game. It's one of the better ones that I've played, in my opinion. How do the, I played another one? What's that? How do the touchscreen controls work? Like, does does it responsive and yeah. and feel like yeah. it plays well? Okay, that's that's the, usually the my main concern. Had, yeah, the only issues I've had has been like I'll try to drag a building mm-hmm. somewhere and it will give me the wrong building a few times. I don't know. I sometimes I just blame that on my sausage fingers. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, overall, I've, I've been enjoying it. Uh, the other thing I played was Top 11, which is a soccer management game for mobile. Uh, had really good reviews and ratings, and I hated it. Oh, really? It's very complicated menus, and there's uh, just too much shit going on, and I was like, ah, you know, I'm not going to do this. So it's a spreadsheet, uh, spreadsheet game. 
Yeah, well, yeah, but on mobile, I don't think that works very well. Gotcha. It's just too much going on and there's yeah. shit popping up all over. And it wanted me to be more involved than I was looking for, um, like, time-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, I felt like I was on a timeline I had to have things done by. And I didn't like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, when I play a mobile game, I just want to be able to do it when I get to it. Yeah. You know? Sure. So I already deleted that. Uh-huh. Um, I actually bought a mobile game. That was on sale. It looked interesting. I haven't played it yet, but it's a text adventure game called Lifeline. Uh-huh. Looked kind of cool to me, so I'm going to give that a try. I've never played a text adventure game. So. Nice. I'm going to get to that at some point. But uh, that is literally the only video. I think Corey and I played some Rocket League, too, yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, that was all, always fantastic. So mm-hmm. Doing doubles. Okay. William. Ooh. What games do you guys want to hear about first? The new games that came out or the uh, retro games that I've been playing? I want to hear about uh, Doom and yeah. Ratchet and Clank. Okay, so I played one mission of Doom. Um, there's a lot of things I like about Doom so far. Um, like I said, I only did the first mission, but I like the like how fast-paced and just like kind of gory it is. And you really get like a feeling of that when you do the, the glory kills or whatever. Um, that's basically when you like shoot them or whatever and they light up. So that's when you know to like go up and bash them and like, you'll just rip off their arm and like hit them across the back of the head and kill them (laughs) and stuff like that. Like that's how you get uh, ammo and health too, right? Yep. Which is like very important in the game because I cycle through ammo like no one's business. Yeah. Uh, I will say the game is really hard though. I don't know if it's because I'm like I was saying really bad with, uh, controller shooters now. Or if it's just that hard. I died probably like five times in the first level. Huh. Yeah, I've heard it's it's fairly difficult. It's pretty punishing. Um, which, I, I mean, that's what Doom's about. So I, I wasn't like frustrated with it at all. Um, I'm definitely... Because like, our next episode is on Doom, right? Either that or E3 recap. It depends on uh, how, much, how much time people get with Doom probably going to be e3 recap unless e3 you play recap. a lot of it <laughs> okay yeah uh i'm gonna try and play through i'm at least gonna try and do a mission a day i think yeah um because i think it's like a 10 hour i've heard mixed mixed uh reports on that i've heard anywhere between like six to twelve yeah some okay. someone beat it on the hardest difficulty in like five and a half hours and that was like the 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 fastest okay which is well, crazy i'm not a god at that game so probably double it yeah i'll try and do it by 10 10 hours i think that's doable but yeah, overall, I do like Doom. Some of the weapons are really cool, too. Uh, I only have, like, the, the first pistol and the shotgun. But, like, it just felt really good and satisfying when you just blew off a, a demon's head or whatever. They're demons, right? Uh, you sure? You know, Never whatever. played a Doom game. Um, And I don't know what they're doing with the story. Who cares? It's <laughs> not what it's about. There's just this one guy talking. Uh, it's about and, blowing shit up. Yeah. It's about slaughtering demons with reckless yep. abandon. With metal music blaring in the background. I heard the metal music's great. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into metal, you're going to love well, it. Well, Will, what you could do on PS4, too, is you can uh, boot up Spotify. 
Mm-hmm. You can play your own music on there. Really? Mm-hmm. That's something. That's a great feature. That's what I do for Rocket League. Because adding your music to like whatever you're playing, if it's not a story game, like makes me enjoy everything way more. I usually listen to Dropkick Murphys when I play Rocket League. Really? I could see myself killing some demons to state champs. <laughs> I don't know if that's. I was thinking quite maybe fitting. some of your harder music. But... Yeah. I don't know something about state champs pop punk blaring while I'm blowing demons apart. Oddly maybe relieving. a little newfound glory. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other thing I played was Ratchet and Clank. I don't know why I waited so long to play this game. So good, isn't it? It's amazing. The graphics for stars are so good. Like Ratchet, like you can just see like the individual like fur on him, like the strands of hair. Um, it just looks so good, and it's so much fun. Like I love throwing because I, I I've only put like maybe two to three hours into it so far, and I know it's not that long of a game, but uh, there's this one weapon that I throw. It's like a, a atom bomb or whatever grenade and what it does is it like pulses energy out and it'll like kill it'll suck the the enemy's health away a little little by little until they end up dying and like when it's just like crazy and there's like mobs in there i just toss it in there and like they just get destroyed by it or like i'll throw the groovatron in there uh and the groovatron will make them all dance and i can oh that was a great weapon just rocket rocket launcher, all of them. It's so cool. Did you get the pixel gun yet? Yep, I got that too. Yeah. Like, the guns are so cool. They're great. The weapons are fantastic. Like, everything about this game is so awesome. Like, even the hoverboard challenges, like the racing, I don't like that stuff ever in games. I'd never do it, but this... You know had... a lot of people don't like that part? Really? A lot of people hate that part. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was so much fun. I actually won every race in the first try. Yeah, so did I. And I was like, I'm I'm amazing at this game. <laughs> um, there he is. Hey, guys. Sorry. There's Sparky Welcome Doodle. Back. I didn't expect you so soon, Corey. Will's just finishing up. All right. Oh, I still got more games. Go for it. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, but no, Ratchet and Clank's amazing. Eric, how long is it? I don't remember. I beat it i remember that one day i sat there and played it literally all day yeah i don't remember i was in kind of a, fa- a fog Maybe. by the end of the day probably like 12 hours yeah 10 hours i was thinking okay that's that's perfect and like a lot of these games like i've never played because i'd never had a, a playstation really yeah. uh for on like ratchet and clank and i was like man i really missed out i know i hope they remake some of the other ones which this will lead me into my next game. Like, I'm wondering if they're going to reboot other franchises because I played on PlayStation 3 Spyro the Dragon. Mm. Um, I went in... the. Fr- it's the first game... Well, it's not the first game I bought. I thought the one that we had was Spyro Year of the Dragon. Turns out that's the third one. Yeah, uh, so I, I think I had Spyro 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I don't think I had 3. Well, Year of the Dragon, I heard, is, like, the one that's not... Not well-received. Not that great. Uh, So, of course, I'm an idiot and bought that one because I thought it was the one. Uh, Until I booted it up, and I'm like, wait, this isn't (laughs) it. So I had to go back, and I was like, oh, it's Spyro the Dragon. 
I 120% of the game in three sittings. Really? Yeah, I yeah, I literally remembered where every gem dragon was uh how to do all the flight missions, all the the blue uh guys who stole the eggs, how to catch all of them really easily. Isn't that funny how much of that stuff you remember? Literally, I would go into a level and be like, "Oh, this is the one with that cliff where you have to jump off of it and do the flying across the map and to get to the hidden area." And I did that. And there was one level in particular you guys might not remember it, but it was called Treetops. Oh yeah, I remember Treetops. Yeah, and the the running parts of it, we had to go down the, down the ramps. And, yep, and you had to connect the jumps to get to the spots. Yeah, oh yeah. I spent the entire time like, oh my god, Treetops is in World 4. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that because I struggled with it when I was young. Turns out the game's really easy as a 21-year-old male. <laughs> and, and is gaming prime. Yeah, like, I blew through it. I, only, I didn't, The only time I died is when I like flew off the map like an idiot. Um, and then like at the end, after you kill Nasty, I already had everything like beaten, so I got to just do his loot and get everything. So you beat it. Uh, yeah, I beat it. Thank you. Well done. Uh, so then I ended up buying, as I said, I have all this PayPal money, and these games were $5 on there. Uh, I ended up buying Ripto's Rage, which is the second one. So I started that one, and I don't have very many memories of that game. I don't know if I played it. I definitely didn't play the second one as much as I played the first one. What's it called again? Ripto's Rage. I don't remember playing the second one. I do remember playing the first one. I just watched some gameplay from the first level. Mm-hmm. That was a good game. I would take a remastered Spyro. Even Me if they too. just put it as it is on Steam, I would buy it in, in a heartbeat. I'm actually going to check I... now and see if it is on Steam because I don't know for a fact. No, it's it's not. Okay. It's weird. When I was playing the first Spyro, I, in my memory, thought this game was beautiful. And, like, I get in there, and I'm like, it doesn't look like I remember it. But as I played, like, it looked better and better to me. Like, yep. I honestly think the game holds up extremely well. Once you got used to the way the graphics were, like, you, it's the same way I felt about playing Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Again, it, it, it recently, like, it looks terrible, but after you play it for a while, you just kind of get used to it, and it looks fine. Yeah, and, it like, it didn't bother me at all. And, yeah. like I said, I think this game holds up like really well the only thing that has against it is bad camera um which i know of like for eric eric hates like when camera is really janky holy crap yeah so uh not to interrupt will but uh i googled spyro the dragon remastered yeah and there is somebody working on uh remastering the first level using unreal engine 4 oh oh my god it it looks awesome is it the I same guess. same people that did like the legend of zelda one and the mario one in unreal 4 same guy um today we get to see that same sheffield hallam university student jamie shilvak mm, i don't think that's who it was is it the artisan world yeah oh my god artisan homeworld and unreal engine 4 it looks awesome i would love to see a new spyro game that would be great <sighs> not a remaster a, a brand new spyro game I I didn't realize how much I loved Spyro until I played that, and it's kind of a travesty, travesty to me that I didn't have this in my top ten. Because I, like I said, I played this game so much that I literally remembered where everything was. I didn't have to go back into a level because I got everything on one like one sweep. 
Nice. <laughs> That's um, good stuff right there. Yeah. This is the reason why, because I'm really mad that uh, PlayStation 4 like has none of these games on there. I don't understand why. Because of PlayStation Now. You put the Adam on PlayStation Now then. They're not even on there. Oh, they're not even on there? No, it's just PlayStation oh, wow. 3. And it's kind of ridiculous. Well, they started rolling out some of the classics, right? PS2. Mm. But they haven't added any since they did it for the first, like... No, that's not true. They have. Oh, have they? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it is on there and I just completely missed it. But... I, I doubt it. They haven't added many. It's just, like, it's stupid because I can just plug in my PlayStation 3 and all of a sudden they show up, like, in the uh, PlayStation Store. Like, I don't know. I don't think there's any reason that they don't they can't have them. But that's just me being a picky gamer. But I love this. I'm going to play through Ripto's Rage, too. Um, and like I said, I bought Final Fantasy VI on my PlayStation. It's basically my uh, PS1 game emulator. And I have Final Fantasy XIII on it. Nice. Because so, for whatever reason, I want to play it really bad, even though Corey advises me against it. Which game is this? Uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen. That's on Steam, too. I think I own it on Steam. Steamy. Yeah, I was actually going to play it on Steam, but, like, with you playing Hearts of Iron and whatnot, like, I don't like sitting at my computer to play really long RPGs anymore. So I just figured I'll just play it on PlayStation 3 when I get the opportunity. Uh Um, That's it Okay, for me, though. All right. Corey, what'd you play? Oh, man, quite a bit. Um, I'm sure you guys already talked about some of this, so I'll just run through Overwatch. My feelings stay the same. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about the mobile games just because I know nobody cares, and personally, I don't really care. But they're all right. They're good time killers. King Rabbit, uh, I liked. Of the two, Miko Rama is like a Monument Valley. Is Monument Valley the one where you twist the thing around? Yeah. 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 It's kind of like that. Um, King Rabbit's more of like a puzzle platformer, which I'm really into. But it's just okay. Um. Hearts of Iron 4, did you talk about yet, Dan? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I don't have to talk about that again. Well, uh, what, did, what did you think so far of your of your experience with it? So I just did a tutorial where yeah. you play as Italy. Italy yep. um, oh, man, the music in that game? Yeah. God. It's a great package. It, 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 you know what it did is after I played it that night, I went and watched, uh, or started watching because I fell asleep pretty quickly, a World War II, like an old World War II movie that was made in, like, 1949 or something like that. Nice. Oh, got me in that mood you know yeah back in those days when there was a good guy and a bad guy yep and everybody knew who they were yep it's not like that anymore nope. oh, everything shades of gray yeah but no i i think uh like you mentioned in our in our kick or kick chat our whatsapp chat now now that we've upgraded now that we're adults i don't uh, know if it's much of an upgrade <laughs> it is no whatsapp has end-to-end encryption i don't care i i can't use gifs in our conversations anymore. Oh, well, yeah, that's, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That does but anyway, suck. um, no, the point you made about how it, like you can pick any, almost any nation that participated in the, in the war and, and even take ones that didn't. Right. And take them through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cool. I want to be Poland. I want Poland. I want to conquer Europe with Poland. Uh huh. You can do it. Yeah. Well, it might be very difficult, but yeah, you can do it. I was telling these guys, someone uh, someone played as Iran uh, when I was reading the Steam reviews, and uh, they started reform the Persian Empire. 
started conquering the Middle East and Africa and and uh, parts of India and China. That's cool. And then someone else won the war, like right as the Nazis started invading people. As as the UK, they they just immediately crushed. Immediately crushed. Yeah. Uh, so what are the wind conditions in that? I don't know. Whatever. I think the generally the the with with those type of games, it's whatever kind of you want it to be. Like the game okay. ends when the when the time frame is over. Okay. And otherwise, you just play like you know. Well, I saw stuff for like victory points. Like this this city is worth this many victory points. Yeah, I I haven't figured out all the systems yet. So okay. I've only played like five or six hours. Okay. But I love uh, it so which, far. Which reminds me, we have to do a Civ five. Yeah, game. yeah, we do together at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that Fire Emblem Birthright. Um, I really like Fire Emblem. Good, I'm glad. Uh, I didn't play that much more of it. I think I have about four hours in it now, so maybe another two hours or so. Um, but, so you got to the point where you made the decision. And I did. Like I did make the decision. I did the Birthright choice. Sided with the Hoshidans. Mm-hmm. Um, you did know, you? Stick with your blood. I think one of your complaints was the decision is pretty clear cut. Did you feel like when you actually had to make the decision that it was still 100% clear cut? It was, but I feel like they tried to manipulate me into thinking it wasn't as easy as it was just by everybody yelling at each other. Like, no, you're my brother. No, you're my brother. You're my brother. It's like, okay. (laughs) Which goes back to my point of the writing being terrible. Um, But that said, uh, it's, it's fine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. I was a little confused. I didn't realize there was all that castle building stuff, which I don't know how much like personal influence I actually have on that stuff, or if it's pretty much just uh, linear progression. Seems kind of linear so far. You kind of want to build the like armories and stuff like that. Yeah, because that's how you buy your armor and whatnot, or not armor your weapons uh, and all that. So make sure you build like the shops and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. What's the deal with the thing that I feed? Does that thing end up fighting with me? Eventually? When you get when you get invaded, uh, it fights with you. Really? But it sucks. Yeah. It well, sucks no, because mine was level one hundred when uh, I by the time I finished. So. so just make sure you feed it in between every story mission. Every time you can feed it, feed it. Yeah. Is, is that does that happen between story missions? Is that the only time that stuff like refreshes? The no yeah. conversations and stuff. It, it'll do other times. It'll uh, or if you like leave it, you leave your 3ds closed for more than a certain amount of time. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And the only other thing I had a question about is the extra stuff on the world map, like the paralogs. I assume is just like side story. Those are um, yeah the the kids stories, right? The kids yeah. stories. Yeah, to get the kids. Yeah. Well, kids start having children. Yeah, you marry off your units in like in this one. I already did a paralog mission. Well, what, that was probably from Mozu. Yeah, that's who it was for. Yeah, it's basically side missions, but most of them in this game are for like the kids mm-hmm. to get them. Okay. All right. Uh, the DLC. Did you buy all the DLC? Will I bought some of them? Okay. Is that should, is that something I should do now or later or does it matter? Do uh, you well, you can get Anna, who is an awakening. Um, oh yeah. That's I think that's the character you married actually, Corey. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, you, she was the most, she was the fun girl, right? Yep. The merchant. Uh the you, fun athletic kind of spunky girl. Yeah, the sporty chick. Yeah. Sporty yeah. spice. Yeah, you can do her mission and get her. Okay. Um There's a couple other things you can 
get. All right. Well, I just didn't know if it was something I should wait for late game or not. If you go to that, like, crystal ball thing, there's an option where you can get all the items from the... I did do that. Okay, so you got, like, the scrolls and whatnot? Yeah, and some of that stuff changes my class. Is that something I should do now or later? That doesn't matter. There's specific characters that are, specific, like, really well-suited for, like, the Dark Flyer, okay. for example, or the Dread Knight. So I guess my question is I won't, won't be penalized for changing somebody's class with one of those items, will I? No. Uh, one of the characters that's a really good Dread Knight is Azama. You probably haven't met him yet, but he's one of the so. retainer. He's one of the retainers to the Hoshida Royal. Okay. He makes a pretty good uh, dread fighter. Okay. Uh, the Dragon's Gate stuff. What the hell is that? That's just where all the DLC is. Oh. And what's the challenge mode? Just harder versions of past story missions. To be honest, I never did any of the challenge. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying. Fire Emblem, uh, it's it's good despite the bad writing. Uh, <laughs> I still enjoy it. The the most it, interesting part is the interactions between the characters. That's what's yeah yeah. I also thought Revelations writing was a lot better than the other two games. Okay, I kind of thought the writing in Birthright might have been the worst, and then Conquest was a little bit better, and then Revelations. I thought it was pretty decent. Do we know who did the localization for that game? I'm not sure. Exceed NIS America. Okay, someone like that. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, The Witcher Three. Yeah, let's talk about The Witcher Three. That's a really good game. Yeah, it is. I all my criticisms still stand. Sure. Uh, I still don't like the Geralt we're getting in this game. I don't think it's the same Geralt. And when I revisited the game after not playing it since when it came out last year, uh, I didn't realize how many hours I had put into it. I had 18 hours on it. That's all? Well, I mean, I planned on restarting, but I'm, I'm like, do I really want to play 18 hours? I'm just I mean, I know you. you're over up over 100 probably, but... Yeah, close to it at this yeah. point. Um, I was like, nah, because I didn't really care for that beginning stuff either. I think the game gets better as it goes on. Yeah, absolutely. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, That's Bullshit. Well, You're telling me that dandelion nonsense was better than the Bloody Baron? Well, I haven't gotten there. Um, I haven't, haven't gotten, gotten where? to dandelion yet. Oh, are you just doing side stuff? I just got to Novigrad. Well, I did a couple missions in Novigrad. I wonder how many hours I played it. You might have. I did do. I have been doing. I basically did every side mission in the in the Velen area before I moved on to Novigrad. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think I did. Um, but the, like the more kind of allies you build and have these stories with these other characters. And then like a lot of times you can leave that, like with the bloody Baron stuff, you can do all that and you can move on this main story mission. But then there's like quests that go back to those and revisit those characters and you see, yeah. uh, other aspects of it. Like you go back to the crones with the kind of a spoiler, but you go back to the crones with the bloody Baron and there's this whole bit there that, you don't have to do. It's a side mission, but yeah. that was incredibly know. good. It was awesome. Um, and that's, and I, I was confused, Corey, too, because I'll let you finish your point in just a second. Like, cause we, we had talked about, you know, open world games and stuff. And, 
and like one of the criticisms was the the world not being very well interconnected and the 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 stuff being the side missions and stuff being uninteresting uh the witcher 3 is the best example of all that stuff i think being for the most part really good so that's why i was mostly confused by your dislike for it well, uh, so I, if I remember correctly, my original criticisms of the game were the clunkiness of it. Yeah, which uh, both, it's clunky. Both in, the, in the user interface and in the way it controls, mm-hmm. and I still think that's the case. They True. did improve the user inter- interface a lot, and honestly, I think it's about as good as it's going to get. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that part of it has improved a little bit, but the controls are still clunky. I rage quit the first time I started. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all over again because I got stuck in a. I went in like a cave, and there was like a pond in the cave, and I got stuck in the water and couldn't get out of it. Yeah, and I was ready to break my controller. Uh, <laughs> way too many times, I fell off a steep area and lost. I have the autosave set to the three every three minutes or or whatever, mm-hmm. but like I've lost just so many three minute intervals because of stupid falls because of clunky controls. Yeah. Um, especially like when I started playing that, it was right off of dark souls three, which yeah. is very tight control wise. Uh, if, if a little bit slow, um, but everything is very, deli- all your movements are very deliberate and stuff in dark souls three. And, uh, that's not the case in the Witcher yep. at all. And, uh, I can't tell you how many times I got stuck with the horse on a piece of geography, like stuck between two trees or horse. Roach. Stuck on Roach a, is a dick. fence post. Yeah. Uh, but like all that stuff aside, it's uh, the, the I think the Witcher three, um, and the Witcher series in general is at its best when it's do, it's doing like the Witchering aspect of it, like yeah. the monster hunting and mm-hmm. dealing with uh, mythological creatures based on Polish or Eastern European or whatever uh, mythology. Like yeah. dealing with those creatures is when that game is at its best, and the like Sherlock Holmes the investigating stuff that he does, uh, that's all really good. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it's really good. It's a really good game. I'm glad you finally came around, Corey. I'm not. I kind of wanted Corey to be patient. <laughs> it's well, it's I, nice over here, Corey. Welcome. The, Welcome to the well, club. One of the biggest problems was the Geralt issue. Yeah. And I, that's still a huge issue with me, but it's been enough time where I've just like, all right, that's the game I got to live with. So if I can just see past that, I knew there was something good there because everybody loves loves The Witcher 3. Yeah. Most people love The Witcher 3. Uh, so I knew I would give it another chance and I kept making the joke, like once it's out of early access, I'll give it a try. Uh, and I think it's there considering they're done for now. Yeah. Uh, with the blood and wine stuff, which I also really want to play because I hear that stuff's really awesome and is yeah. all, it's very, uh, I think it, the, her, I heard her described as very fairy tale esque, uh, which is the stuff I really like, like in that game, like the grotesque kind of monster I don't know. Great. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's all I have to say about The Witcher. It's good. It's good. How game. much is that uh, expansion? Uh, one's 10, one's 15, I think. Oh, shit. And I'll there, probably buy that. There have not been any deals on it thus far. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go back to that. Um, i got to be Uncharted, and then I want to play Doom, and then The Witcher's next on my For over the my summer. to-do list. Once the lady heads back to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beardless brings up that point that the past games had you playing as a Geralt that didn't know who he was. Uh, this game has a Geralt that does know who he is. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with that. Um, but I think the difference is, like, 
in the like what I liked about Geralt was just how uh, perverted's not the right word, but he was like a, a sex mongering guy who was mostly selfish, uh, but was willing to help out. And you, but you don't really see that side of him in The Witcher Three. He just seems like a good doer. Eh, I don't know. I would have to not, disagree. Not to the extent that you see it in the first two games. Like, the way he interacts with all women in the first two games, it's very flirtatious, very... And I'm not saying that that's not in this game, but, like, it's more at the player's behest than it is, like, the character itself in sure. The Witcher 3. Yeah, there's a little... I would there, agree with that. There's a little more role-playing in this one than than in the first two, I would think. If you, if which isn't, you, a, which if isn't you, a bad thing. It's just different. Yeah, if you want to p- kind of play a knight in shining armor, you you can, or you can be a selfish. Whereas, kind like of every yeah, everything, every interaction in The Witcher One and Two is is Geralt just being like, <sighs> "All right, you know, yeah," and like winks and and sexual slurs and and stuff like that. It's a lot more Randy. Like every time you hook up with a whore, you get a playing card, you know. In the was that Witcher one or Witcher two? Uh, that was the first one. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I I see the points that you know it's it's a, a different Geralt, but uh, it's also not. Yeah. Because that's personality stuff. That's not based on memory. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just glad you Whatever. like it now. That's that's nice. Well, you know, my, I always kind of knew I would. I just my favorite game from last year. I had to uh, put my foot down <laughs> and just muscle yeah, through it. No, I mean, oh, and and realize that some of the things that you're just not going to like about it, and just to, yeah, to move on. If I, you just get past that. Yeah. Enjoy it. Okay. Sounds good. Are we ready for feedback? Sure. All right. First one is from Matt H. Says, hey, guys, I live in Wichita, Kansas, and no, I don't produce uh, for We're Alive. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I have a list of my my favorite games of all time. Number one, Mass Effect series. Number yeah. two, iRacing. Number three, Splinter Cells 1, 2, and 3. Number four, Metal Gear series. Number five, Halo multiplayer. Number six, Battlefield 4 multiplayer. And number seven, Madden dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would share a picture of my iRacing setup. I'm really good at racing from my motocross racing background and just okay at everything else. Uh, and he sent us some pictures. Did you guys look at those? Uh, yeah, it's pretty freaking sweet. It's a sweet. pretty awesome setup. It's a triple monitor setup with a, a racing wheel and a racing seat. Uh, that looks Damn. amazing. And that's the setup I want to have for when I get into uh, dirt ra- dirt rally. Um, who knows when I win the lottery or something, I can have that kind of setup. But how much yeah. are those racing wheels? Uh, the good ones are like two two fifty for like a Thrustmaster or Logitech one for for the good ones. Like the good ones have like force feedback and stuff. So if like when you're feeling, when you're turning, it feels like you're actually turning and not just randomly spinning a wheel. Like it's, it's all force feedback and stuff. Um, that would be so fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, the better ones have like a shifter too and, and, and the three pedals, um, and all that stuff. So 
I would say the the more expensive ones are are worth it in this case, especially if you're yeah. you're into racing games. Uh, and like I said, he's got the three monitor set up too, and the nice racing seat, which is very cool. Uh, so thanks, Matt. Uh, Idaho Jake says, Hey guys, I will start with my predictions. EA is going to be uh, an Xbox time exclusive with the DLC. Uh, Bethesda will announce three more DLCs for Fallout 4. Two big ones and one small one. Uh, plus, will uh, Skyrim, Skyrim will be remastered, but it will come with Morrowind and Oblivion. Uh, and they can be modded. That's interesting. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I would love that. That would be cool. Ubisoft will remaster Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood uh, and Revelations, and they will have a new Splinter Cell. Xbox will announce a new Xbox coming later, will not have a disk drive, and digital games will be 50 bucks. Uh, Sony will have a lot more exclusives than Xbox, and their new console will come out before the end of the year with a 4TB hard drive. I didn't do much with games, but I do still have my Jake question, Idaho Jake question. What was your favorite cartoons growing up? I was super into He-Man, and I still have a ton of toys, and I love Voltron back in the 80s. But in the 90s, I never missed the X-Men cartoon. Thanks, guys, and get out of my email. Favorite cartoons? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. I didn't really watch any, to be honest. Yeah, Eric just watched SportsCenter every morning. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) The only thing I watched, like, consistently when I was younger was, like, Looney Tunes stuff. I watched a lot of cartoons when I was, like, older. Um, I was really into the Powerpuff Girls and Samurai Jack. Uh, I was really into for a while. Um, I always watched like the Simpsons too, uh, back in the day. DBZ. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. That, that really counts as a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Anime. It certainly does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it counts. All right. (laughs) Um, I watched stuff like, uh, Dexter's Laboratory and, um, that's all Will's era Johnny, cartoons, Dan. What's yeah, the matter wa- with you? No, I watched that stuff with him. Johnny Bravo was good. Cow and he Chicken did. was good. Johnny Bravo was good. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog was good, too. Yeah. I actually had a conversation with a friend about Johnny Bravo not that long ago. Uh, that show would not fly nowadays. No. Why? <laughs> because no, he's, uh, uh, he's pretty sexist. Yeah. Misogynist. Uh, yeah. That would not fly nowadays. He's a pig. He's a male chauvinist pig. <laughs> the only one I ever remember really watching was The Tick. The Tick was awesome. That was n- not on long enough. But I, I, I also loved The Tick. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Space Ghost, yeah. I, I liked a lot of the Adult Swim stuff. Older, what did I watch when I was a kid? Uh, Bobby's World. Um... Uh... The Beetlejuice cartoon was good. Ninja Turtles. Everybody watch Ren and Stimpy. Ninja Turtles. Ren and oh, Stimpy. I, I loved Ren and Stimpy. Yes. It's nice to reminisce. I've forgotten about a lot of these. Oh, Thundercats. South Park, right? Yeah, South Always Park. tuned into Thundercats. South Park. I was like 11, I think, when South Park first started. I was in fifth grade. Or fourth grade, maybe. I bought a t-shirt in fifth grade. Yeah. The, oh, my God, they killed Kenny with Kenny in a pool of blood. <laughs> I bought that T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Great. I remember they used to ban South Park shirts in school. I remember wore it to school. Yeah. Did you get in trouble? Not that I recall. They banned South Park shirts for a while. Because that was the 
you know, the thing that the parents got all riled up about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor behavior was definitely South Park's fault yep. at that time. Yep. And then it was Marilyn Manson after Marilyn that. Marilyn Manson, yep, that was one of them. It's funny, though, because now people are like, you know who really gets it? Oh, those South Park guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trey. <laughs> yep. They had, they had it right all along. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of something I'd like to see at E3... Mm. Oh, another South Park game. They well, they they announced it last year at E3. That Did was they? yeah. It's the it's the one based on the superhero characters. Oh, had a great name. What was the name? I don't remember. The Coon. Yeah, it's got the Coon and Mis- we talked about this, Corey. It's got the Coon and Mysterion and Mintberry Crunch. Yeah, Coon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, what's was, what's Butters' character? What's Butters? Go ahead, Corey. Sorry. Will. I was going to say, it's the fractured butthole, I think. The fractured butthole. Yes. <laughs> Butterstotch. What was, what's Butter's character's name? Dr. Destructo? Professor Chaos. Professor Chaos. And then his sidekick is like Dr. Destructo or something like that. The, uh, little, the little red-haired kid. That's right. They're all superheroes. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, that was, my, yeah. that was like my favorite announcement from last year's E3 was that, South, the new South Park game. General Disarray. General Disarray. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie. <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks, Jake. Let's. Uh, Tito in LA says Tito in LA here. My coworker put up a whiteboard outside his office months ago purely for prediction purposes. Every once in a while, we'll put a topic or category so everyone can put their predictions on the whiteboard. Uh, some of the past ones we've done were tax day predictions, April Fool's Day predictions, uh, and reasons to not leave by 3 p.m. today, stuff like that. Well, last week he put up E3 predictions, so I went ahead and listed all the predictions we've put down at work for you guys. Here you go. Number one, the reveal of E4. It's like E3, but a little bit better. Electronic Entertainment Expo Extravaganza. <laughs> yeah, this one has four E's. Four E's. That's awesome. Uh, number two, a buttload of new games will be revealed. Uh, this coworker didn't understand this board is for jokes only. <laughs> uh, number three, no consoles, no games. There is only Diet Mountain Dew XP. Yeah. Yeah. For the new COD, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Infinite Warfare Mountain Dew XP. Sponsored by Doritos. Is there any game you guys would buy Mountain Dew XP for? To get XP? Yeah. No. I don't Fire think so. Because it would have to be Rocket like... Rocket League, maybe? Yeah, it would, yeah for like uh, ranking rank points in Rocket League. I wouldn't want to... Because I don't even care about that. I wouldn't want to rank up by drinking Mountain Dew and then have... Just get the shit kicked out of me. Well, when I actually well no, no. Played. You'd be ranking up your level. Like... Oh, that's right. Level and rank are different now, right? Right, yeah. Okay. Here's a good partnership. So you buy your Mountain Dew Boost, which gives your maximum boost up to 110. Uh, I like it. I'd do that. Yeah. Pay, pay to win, yo. I'd buy lots of Dew. Pay to win. Pay to win. Uh, number four, the reveal of our department's pro yo-yo team, immediately followed by booze. Yeah. <laughs> Is anybody yo-yo anymore? No. Nobody, except for Tito and his friends. <laughs> there's a there's a handful of yo-yo masters out there. 
And that's it. Um, what? Will yo-yos? I would love to yo-yo. What's the verb for yo-yoing? Is it is it yo-yo? I'm gonna go yo-yo. I don't. I'm know. gonna go throw the yo. Toss the yo around like a little bit. Yo-yo. I like that one. Yo-yo. Number Throwing five. Shade. Number five. Crowd shots of ninjas with VR goggles on. Like it. Number six. Bobby's car gets moved. Bobby's our boss, and his car was moved for April Fool's Day. Since, <laughs> since then, this prediction always gets listed no matter what the topic is. Uh, yes. Number seven. Female Link will be slighted. Uh, of course. <laughs> Show's run by a bunch of chauvinist pigs. Chauvinist pigs. It'll Ready? be uh, it'll be sexy, sexy female Link. Can you imagine? No. Oh my god, that'd be too good. <laughs> like dead or alive beach volleyball. Yes. Link. You know what? I still think that uh, Dead Island bust was awesome. I don't care what anybody says. Remember, oh, people freaked a... out about oh, that. Oh yeah. Yep. I oh yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. because like, it was a woman in it, a bikini. It's offensive because it's a bikini. I don't. Whatever. But anyway. I thought that bust was awesome. Number eight, Shenmue three canceled. Tears. That'd I don't be think anybody funny. would even care. They would kickstart it and then cancel it. Kickstart it again successfully and then cancel it to and have all the monies. Uh, <laughs> number nine, old coworker Evan returns. Uh. Number ten, British accent saying exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> Uh, number 11, Patricia, if you're reading this, we're meeting at the Olive Garden in Burbank at 9 p.m. <laughs> uh, and then he says, we got into a brief discussion at work about Overwatch. Not one of us is a fan of the game. I honestly don't find anything fun about Overwatch. And that will be the la- last time I ever talk about the game, so help me God. Nice. You guys are insane. I like it. Tito's friends know what they're talking about. Yeah. That's fine. That's game fine. meets the big hard one. Me and Will will pick it for our game of the year, and it'll win. Oh Thumbstick my god, Athletes we're gonna have rough thumbies this year. If that if Overwatch wins game of the year, I might quit. <laughs> I'm gonna have Athletes. to get pretty good and sauced up to you be guys, able to stomach do you, that. Do you guys honestly think, like, even as much as I like it, that I would put it for my game of the year over? I don't uh, think you would over I something like would. Dark Souls three or. Well, you did. Put Will these. would. Will Will would do it out of spite for me. You say that, Dan? Yeah. But... No, you're right. Right. And I, I know it's kind of apples to oranges, but you did, didn't you make Splatoon your game of the year? No. No. No, he picked was... Rayman. Rayman. Yeah, yeah Rayman was That's above. That's a better example. Same, same thing. <laughs> I told you it wasn't just the game. It was the whole experience surrounding the yeah, game. That's fair. I hate all of your games of the year, but I don't argue with them. Mine? Yeah, except yours, Corey's last year. Yours was fantastic. Well, we agreed a couple Did times. Life is Strange win last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's our Thumbstick Athletes Game of the Year, 2015. I can't even believe that happened. I can't believe that happened to us. Thanks I a st- lot, guys. I still feel good about it. I do, too, actually. I know. That's that's another problem. Uh, it's not a problem until I stop feeling good about it. And then I'm like, you know what I really should have picked? It's Rocket Witcher. League. No, you should have picked Rocket League. You're absolutely right. Oh, my God. If <laughs> Rocket game, League won. That's the game of the generation. If that game won, I would, I would quit. 
<laughs> oh my god, please. That's that's mine. I will quit. Please. A crock of shit. Rocket League's <laughs> overrated. Ugh. Coming from a big Overwatch fan. <laughs> One of the most overrated games I think I may have ever seen. That's a good way to turn me off to a game, too, is like just the frenzy that surrounds it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, I hear people that. people love something. I just don't understand the frenzy with Overwatch. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Corey, will you get in the picture, please? You're giving me anxiety. Is that better? <laughs> you will or both. God damn it. That's why our backs are so bad. It's, well, it's uncomfortable. Like this. Right. <sighs> okay. Sucks. Any other thoughts? Oh, what we didn't play. What we didn't play. Go for it. Mirror's Ed Cat- Catalyst. That came uh, out. Yeah. I, want... I didn't play it because it got shitty reviews. Did Italy. it get bad reviews? I, haven't I mean, read. 70, average. I think, on Metacritic. Uh, I didn't like the first one very much. I had no reason to play the second one. Yeah. So. I really did like the first one. I was going to get the second one, but I would much rather spend my money on Hearts of Iron than Mirror's Edge. And there's no fanfare for this one, which kind of tells you something. Yeah. You know? I didn't even yeah. realize it was out until I hey. looked up what came out. <laughs> I heard the story's really bad. Is it? Yeah. Mm. That was the only big release. Although, Eric, did you play Hitman Episode 3? No, but I will be getting it. Uh, that was from last week, which we didn't do what we didn't play last week, so I figured I'd bring it up. I heard the third episode isn't great compared to the oh. other two. Damn it. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Anything else? Nope. That was it, huh? That's it, Daniel. Okay. Um, It looks like we're going to be doing our E3 recap next week. Uh, day when is what next week Wednesday, Corey? Thursday's fine. Next week, okay, good. Wednesdays are always super busy for me. Yeah, and that's fine. Thursday's good. Thank goodness. Okay, so likely Thursday and our E three recap. I think at that point all the events will be done. There might be some show floor stuff still, but I think the large part of the event will be wrapped up by next Thursday. So. We should have a full recap and go from there. Right, fellas? Yes, sir. Days right. Uh, me and Corey are also going to save our Game of Thrones talk until next week, after next week. Episode. Or we can do it tonight if you want. It's up to you. That's your call. I just didn't prepare any sort of uh, summary of the scenes, but I can always call up the, the wiki. Yeah, well, we'll decide. Um, listen to After the Credits if you want to hear a Game of Thrones, possibly. Uh, we'll talk about it when we stop and, and see if we actually want to do it or not. Or if we and if uh, video games. if you're if you're listening after the credits and we don't come on right away, just keep listening. We might come on eventually. Yeah, I tried. I try. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. <laughs> just keep listening. Uh, yeah, I try to put the like it because oh god, towards the end of the episode, there's so much time on the thing that I try to like move it close. But a lot of times, like even when it's really close, it's still like a minute and a half between the end of the episode and when our our thing starts. Oh jeez. So yeah. Yeah, if you're listening, look on your thing, and if, if there's still, like, half an hour left on the episode, that means we did one, you know? <laughs> At some point. <laughs> or maybe we didn't. I hour. guess you just have to listen for a half hour. Maybe, maybe it'll just be a half hour of silence, <laughs> too. I may, may throw you a curveball. Which, ball. you know what? Let's be honest. We could all use a little of that. Yep. So maybe you ought to just listen. I would love some silence. 
All right, that'll do it for episode 255 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and got out of my basement. All right, welcome everybody. So me and Corey ultimately did decide to do our Game of Thrones recap. Uh, this is for Season 6, Episode 7, uh, Broken Man. If you have not seen it yet, uh, wait, or if you don't care. I mean, you're certainly welcome to keep listening, but uh, this will have spoilers for Season 6, Episode 7 of Game of Thrones. So, take it away, Corey. Where do we start? We start, I think we start, in the Riverlands, where uh, we discover... That the Hound is still alive. Yep. Which I think a lot of people predicted. Figured, yeah. Uh, even in the books, there's hints that yeah. he is still alive. Yep. So book readers especially so. But I always thought he was still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Arya left him for dead after he got his ass beat by Brienne of Tarth and fell down a cliff and broke his femur. Um, he wanted her to stab him and kill him. She didn't. Uh, just left him to suffer and die. But he didn't die. He was found by a religious man. Brother Ray. Brother Ray, yep. Um, who is who, uh, the septon of this commune, mm-hmm. hippie commune. They're all about love and peace. And, mm-hmm. and um, he is, I don't think he support, supports a specific religion, but he is a holy yeah. figure. Yeah. He almost seems like Buddhist yeah, kind of thing. I mean, he's wearing the, on, around his neck, he has the the amulet of the seven, the seven-pointed star. Okay. So he is a supporter of the seven. Uh, but he even goes goes out. You know, he mentions during his conversations with uh, with Sandor Clegane that he, you know, he doesn't know necessarily if they're the right ones or if one of the other two religions is the right one or if they're all the same thing. Uh, he doesn't care. It's it's what you know what you do as a person that that's important. So okay. Um, so we're seeing this interaction between the Hound and this brother Ray and the commune. And at one point, the Brotherhood Without Banners, uh, three horsemen from the Brotherhood Without Banners show up, make a threat. Uh, fast forward, the Hound is out chopping wood. The commune gets murdered. Uh-huh. He picks up an axe. Seems like he's going to do some damage. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's some speculation that this is sort of the laying the groundwork in the in- intro for Lady Stoneheart, which I've talked about. Uh, her big thing was hanging people, specifically Frey supporters, so I don't know if Brother Ray was a former Frey soldier, maybe. And that's mm. that's why she wanted to kill them and hang him. It's a possibility. I could see that. So uh, where where is he headed then, do you think, the Hound? Um, I mean, it seems like he's going to get revenge on his... You know, it, maybe not on the other people, but, you know, the the brother Ray that, you know, nursed him back to health mm-hmm. and gave him gave him a place to stay, you know, as the first person that uh, 
I don't know, was was kind to him, I guess. At least that what that from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it did seem like uh, something had changed in mm-hmm. Sandor, yeah. and then changed immediately back after everybody got murdered. So <laughs> he goes back to being uh, the Hound. Yeah, he goes back to being a Clegane for the Clegane Bowl. Oh, oh, yeah, Clegane Bowl. That's a <laughs> <laughs> that'll be interesting. I hope uh, but it happens. The, but the what's that? I hope it happens. Yeah, that would be great. I yeah. mean, ultimately, you do want to see them square off against each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Brotherhood Without Banners are kind of following the fire the fire god. They're the ones that were started by uh, Beric Dondarrion and Thoros of Mir. Um, so they're they're following the fire god, and uh, you know, that's that's the theory is that Lady Stoneheart is leading them and whatnot. So okay, we may see Lady Stoneheart. So she's united the Brotherhood Without Banners. They were, under, I mean, they were all under her banner. Yeah, they were all already a group, and she just kind of commandeered them. Okay. To kill Freys. I know you talked about Corey, uh, the um, you know not having any consequences for being resurrected after death. Mm-hmm. She actually w- it was in rough shape, uh, even after being resurrected. She had been dead for a few days already. Um, so like her skin is all gray, and she can barely speak because of her. You know, every her neck was all split, so she does have negative effects of resurrection. Oh man, we are going to see her, aren't we? I think so. It seems like it, anyway. It seems like they're setting that up. Bizarre. Yeah, we should say too. This is a big setup episode. Um, you know, they're they're laying the groundwork for the events of the last few episodes. So, but a lot okay. of great, a lot of great moments. Are you done with the yeah. Sandor Clegane stuff for mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. All right, so we can move on to Queen at eh, Queen's Landing, King's Landing. Uh, Queen Marjorie and the High Sparrow have a chat, and the High Sparrow suggests that she needs to sleep with young King Tommen uh, as part of her religious duty to birth an heir to the throne and uh, carry on the holy side of that mm-hmm. line um sorry i'm just trying to remember here and i'm also reading the wikia summary while i do it yeah. so he 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 says um he he mentions specifically uh olena tyrell marjorie's grandmother that she could potentially be in some danger both body and soul yeah um so it, it cuts to marjorie having a conversation with uh with olena tyrell the queen of thorns uh, also, uh, th- this is a great scene, and Olena Tyrell's a great character. Uh, they're being watched by one of the sisters from the, 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 um, what's the, Faith Militant. Yeah. One of the silent, she's like a silent nun or something. I don't, she's not silent, I think she talks before, but she's being watched. U- Unella. Unella, is that her name? Septa Unella. Okay, yeah. So the whole thing's being watched, and, and Olena has a great line, like, I could just whistle and have my men come in here and start bashing you until I tell them to stop, but I might not tell them to stop. <laughs> uh, you know, she's she's a great character. She is. Um, but yeah, Marjorie urges her to leave the city, and she's like, no, I'm not going to leave you. Uh, Marjorie slips something into Olena's hand. Well, uh, hopefully that the, the Sept, Sept Una, is that what you said? Unella. Unella, except Unella didn't notice. I think she might have noticed. Um, 
but yeah, Marjorie slips something. Olena later looks at it, and it's the sigil for House Tyrell, the rose. Um, so that's it, kind of Marjorie's way of saying, I'm not a uh, fanatic. I'm not far gone yet. Yeah. So let me handle this. You, yeah. Get you out of here. Listen. Yeah. I know what I'm doing, yeah. lady. So that's good. But that led into an even better scene where Olena and Cersei, yeah. o- Olena, Olena rips apart Cersei, basically telling her, you have no more allies. Yep. Uh, you have lost. And something along the lines of, you might be the worst person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, and Cersei, you can see in her face, sort of has this realization like, oh my God, she's right. I have nothing. Yeah. Here. Yep. Her only no hope eyes. would be to like, bring Tommen back into the fold somehow. Yeah. But here here's what I think is going to happen. I think the that the 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 head sparrow um is I think he senses a religious war. I think he's trying to he's trying to uh manipulate the crown into uh like persecuting the followers of the the fire god. Uh-huh. I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's why he um you know is doing all the things he's doing. He's he's trying to get a powerful, you know, um, the the you know the king and queen of Westeros to do his bidding, uh, because I think he wants to persecute the followers of the fire god. Why? Because the the fire the the fire god and his followers are starting to make their way into Westeros. It was kind of just a curiosity before, but with. Uh, uh, Daenerys Targaryen and her followers kind of picking up the fire god, uh, you know, with the the new red priestess joining, um, joining Varys and and Tyrion. I think he knows that, and I think he knows they're coming at some point. So I think he's uh, trying to shore up his his power. Hmm. I don't know because uh, that's just my the, own theory. The the genesis of him as the High Sparrow, like he was just a dude. In sandals. Yeah. You know, he was like a, a, he was a preacher of some kind or a priest or whatever you want to say, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cersei kind of came to him and picked him. Sure. And I didn't, I just never thought he had ambition for something bigger. I don't think he did at first, but I think now that he realizes that he can manipulate the high houses and, and is manipulating the king, uh, very obviously. Um, I, I don't know that he knows, uh, that Marjorie is a hundred percent loyal, but I think he knows he can manipulate the king at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, he 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 he's his ambition is starting to show now. You know, I think he realizes okay. he has some clout. Yeah, I, I'm into this stuff. Yeah, um, it's this, definitely interesting. Well, and also because it's removed from all the magical stuff happening yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. You it's know. a little more grounded in reality, sure. Uh, I really like this. It's it's real. It's tangible. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Other than the mountain hulking around, sure. Well, the whole—I mean, the whole the golem. Yeah, the whole state versus uh, state versus religion power struggle. That's something that's been around forever. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, religions using the state to bludgeon another religion potentially has been around forever. Like that's just. You know, that's a familiar concept to, to us, you know? Yeah. I like it. What do you think yeah. is going to happen with Loris? I don't know. I feel bad for Loris. Yeah, me too. I hope he gets out and is unharmed. Like Elena said, he's the, he's their heir and, and the the soon-to-be head of their house. Like, they need to get him out of there, and I think they will. 
Uh, any more thoughts on that? Nope. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, off to the north, we have John Sansa and Davos on their expedition to acquire some allies mm-hmm. to retake Winterfell from Ramsay. Um, John convinces the wildlings with the help of Tormund. Mm-hmm. And when one one says snow and walks away, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. It was awesome. Um, so when you have the the allegiance of a giant, that kind of helps things, I would imagine. Yeah, he's probably worth fifty men. Yep. Um, so they were a little hard to convince, but they agreed to do it. Uh, and then they head to House Mormont, where we have the uh, young Leanna Mormont, who is what ten years old. Ten. Yep. Uh, running the house. And uh, I thought she was really good. I saw she was amazing. Critical of her, but like, why? I think she did about as good as you can do. Some people will just never be happy with anything. Well, yeah, that's. Um, true, true. I think the general consensus is that that whole scene was amazing, and uh, Leanna Mormont is a great character. Uh-huh. That I was. Um, I'm glad we get to see more of now. And it was a perfect was balance fantastic. of her her turning to her her advisors. Yep them whispering stuff to her and her like the couple times where she like put up her fist to shun them when they tried whispering to her yep uh was good stuff Mm -hmm. and then the reveal at the end when davos finally convinces her to help uh is that they they only can contribute 62 soldiers yep it's great that whole the house that whole scene was great yeah that was Um, awesome davos again once again showing his his worth um you know that was He's very good at uh, getting people to understand his perspective. Yeah. And that's that's his, his value. You know, he's said before he's not much of a soldier, but uh, he's he's a brainy, brainy guy. Now, before we move on from this, mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to have an issue with this whole bit because I'm sort of conflicted by what they're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um is their goal to retake Winterfell in the hopes that that will unite the North behind them enough to defend from the White Walkers? Okay. So here, my, my thought is Sansa wants to retake Winterfell. That's her goal. I think John wants to take, retake Winterfell because him and Davos uh, know, and the, and the wildlings, they know that the, the army of the, of the dead is coming. Um, so I think they're just, you know, essentially helping each other. I, I do think that, you know, the North would be more united under a Stark banner than it would be a Bolton banner. The mm-hmm. Boltons certainly made no, uh, made a lot of enemies with the whole red wedding thing. Um, and I think people are afraid of them, uh, and will kind of do what they ask just because they're afraid of them. But what, if it came down to a war with the, you know, the, the undead, I think they're a lot more likely to support a Stark Winterfell than a Bolton Winterfell, you know? Okay. So that yeah, John's hope is to unite unite the North against the threat, and but I think Sansa just wants to uh, get some revenge and, and take back Winterfell. Interesting. Okay, yeah. When you explain it like that, it makes total sense. Um. So then they head to House Glover, where they are turned away. Mm-hmm. Um. Sansa, it seems like she's going to save the day at the end there, and she kind of just makes things worse. Uh, but you you understand the Glover perspective, you know sure. they they died for Rob mm-hmm. and uh, Rob sort of screwed him in the end, yeah, by not marrying the Frey. Yep, that ruined the entire thing. Uh, at first, I was like, well, why are people bl- why why would people blame Rob? But then I was like, duh, because he he broke the pact with Walder Frey and married. Um, uh, in the show, it's Talisa Magier. Uh, was the whore? Yeah, it, it's a different person in the books. I know. 
Um, but yeah, she, uh, you know, he, he broke his, his pact with Walter Frey and, uh, that's why they orchestrated the whole red wedding sequence. It's all his fault. Really? Yeah. Um, so when all is said and done, they really don't unite very many houses behind them. Just a few minor houses. Yeah. The Um, Hornwoods, um, the Mormonts. And I think there's one other small one where they got a couple hundred soldiers from. Yeah. Yeah, so then uh John wants to attack Winterfell. Sansa says no, we need we need more soldiers. Uh Sansa disappears to write a letter, uh, which is probably a note to Peter Baelish. It is. Someone on Reddit I, I saw. <laughs> okay. Enhance. Yeah, enhanced Did you read that? <laughs> Yeah. Uh so yeah, they it, it is to Littlefinger requesting aid. Um, what did I hear speculated? Oh, I can't remember. It's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting theory. Um, in that letter, like what was written in that letter to Peter Baelish, could have applied to this other. Can't remember now. To another house or another person? No, I can't remember now. It's not going to come to me. Hmm. My brain's mush at eleven thirty. Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen with this. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's, he's kind of far away still. So hopefully as soon as he gets the Raven, he heads up because they're on their way to Winterfell now. I think with about half the men, uh-huh. uh, the Boltons have, and that's and if we, the Boltons don't call on any allies. Baelish, uh, and the Vale, like that's a pretty sizable army, right? That he has. Yeah. It's the entire, or, or the entire led. army led to believe and what's his name uh royce 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 uh i can't remember which royce it is that's leading the army but he's a it's a well-respected family in the vale the Mm -hmm. royces um still don't know what peter baelish's master plan is here but i don't know maybe he intends to marry lady stark maybe it's the lord of winterfell Mm -hmm. who knows River Run, Jamie and Braun, who's back, uh, yeah. lead the Lannister army to the gates of River Run. The Freys are trying to coerce the Blackfish into surrendering. Um, the Blackfish and Jamie have a parlay where the Blackfish, I think, gets the better of Jamie and basically mm-hmm. says, I don't care if I die. Uh, this is my home, and this war isn't over until I'm dead. I have two years' worth of provisions. Uh, if you want to lay siege to the castle, fine, but do you have two years right. to do it? A lot of great moments in in these, these scenes, too. Um, right. You know, uh, <laughs> Jamie Lannister tries, you know, he's he's bargaining with Bronn because Bron, he wants Bronn to kind of, like, lead the siege or whatever. And he's he goes to say, you know, Lannister always pays his debts, and Bronn's like, duh. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> Don't fucking say it. <laughs> exactly. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, the the whole scene was great. It was all well done. What the hell is Braun doing? Like, didn't he want to retire to a tropical island somewhere? Yeah, he's. That's what Jamie's going to give him for his service in this. I thought he particular... got that for the Dorn thing. Uh, no, he got. I don't. He was a knight, and then he was going to marry into 
that woman's family before they did the Dorn thing. And I think he was supposed to get an upgrade, you know, an mm. upgrade in woman and a, a little bit better of a castle. But I think he's going to get like a lordship now and have like a land and a ca- and an actual like big castle to his own. I, I think he's going to die. You think he's going to die? Yeah. Uh, I hope not. Brown was always one of my favorite characters. Yeah, but I mean, I don't see him riding off into the sunset, you know, because that's not a good story. Sure. Uh, I think it's more interesting that he kind of kept doubling down on these promises yep. and kept trying to get more out of it. I thought he was going to die when they went to Dorne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was but close. He yeah. So that didn't happen. Oh, and uh, I felt vindicated in this whole sequence because uh, <laughs> when they trotted Edmure Tolly out there yeah. and threatened to kill him, Blackfish is just like, just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that was my point. Like, does anybody care about him? And apparently not. Yeah, I and they well, didn't. They didn't end up killing him. No, so. I, I don't. The Blackfish might have known that they weren't going to kill him. They right. they think he he was just calling their bluff. Yeah. Not not necessarily that he didn't care, but well, uh, that was also uh, the implication here was just how poorly this fray siege yeah. was set up. Yep, and that's and why think... you know, when Jamie and Bronn show up, that's their their whole thing is to take control of the siege because the frays were just incompetent. Uh, and one of the things that, you know, Jamie, uh, I go back and forth on whether or not I like him. Um, but, you know, he at least says, you know, you need to uh, clean up and, and feed Edmure and, and, you know, put him in decent, decent, uh, decent place. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pro Jamie. And I thought his, um, even though the Blackfish, I think, won the exchange exchange uh i think jamie took it well you know yeah. he wasn't he didn't seem too rattled by yeah. the whole thing yeah whereas when he was younger he might have like flew off the handle and attacked right away or whatever he's not as brash as he was when yeah. he was younger he's definitely uh learned a few lessons the hard way mm-hmm. i think so what do you think is next here dan <sighs> i don't know brianne and uh pod are on their way there to enlist their help for the fight at winterfell so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. The Blackfish? Yeah, to get the Blackfish. Yep. Obviously, he's not able to help until the siege there is broken. So so let me ask you this. When the White Walkers come in, uh-huh. what are they going to hit first other than Castle Black? The north. It's like... Uh, Who's first, though? Is River Run? No, I think it's the Umbers. No, River Run is... That's like in the middle it's, of the continent. I thought it was like northwest. No. Okay. The river river run like the north is just this big like fist. Yeah. And the walls like up here. Uh-huh. And then you know the rest of the north is up there. The, but the yeah, the north like Winterfell and all the cities are there. River run it na- is where it narrows. It's underneath yeah. underneath all that. Now I can picture it. I'm thinking of uh Black Bear Island, which is at northwest, yep. right? Bear Island, okay. yeah. That's where the Mormons are. All right. Uh any more thoughts on all that? No. <laughs> No, nope. I mean, I'm very excited to see where all this is going. Then we move into Volantis, where mm-hmm. Theon and Yara are spending some time in the whorehouse drinking some beer. Uh, Yara, it turns out she's a lesbian, mm-hmm. and that's our booby scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point, Theon is sort of a wreck, and Yara basically tells him, you know, either kill yourself or come back. Like, you know, be a man, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh and she keeps getting him to drink ale. And I think this is the turning point for Theon. I think, uh, I don't think he's going to take the route of killing himself. I think he's going to clean himself up and, yep. and, and be what Yara needs him to be. Yeah. 
So that's pretty much all for that. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think she said that they plan to go to Marine. Yep, they're going to Daenerys to okay. offer her ships. Okay. Yeah. So we may we may be seeing a uh, an invasion of Westeros before we know it. It could happen. That could Real happen. Soon. Yeah. She because she needed ships. That was what she was waiting for, essentially. Mm-hmm. They're near there now. Yep. You can see the exciting conclusion to uh, the Sparrow thing with the uh, Daenerys invasion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I hope it's not that. I want to. I just want to see this stuff play out. I don't want all the like politi- politicking and stuff to be ruined by White Walkers or you know dragon fire burning the city down yeah i just it makes it makes me nervous sure you know i don't want everyone to all of a sudden be like oh we have to be friends because we have to stop the white walkers yeah that's not interesting to me sure uh then we go to bravos which is a curious scene because mm-hmm. aria after hiding in the catacombs uh with needle is prancing around bravos seemingly not very concerned for her safety uh, she doesn't have needle with her. She books passage back to Westeros with two bags of coins. Uh, who knows where she got those from? And then uh, she's just putzing around, and uh, the waif, under disguise, catches up to her, stabs her, throws her in the the river, and uh, Arya manages to get out of the river and is just walking through town with a stab wound in her gut, uh, and nobody seems to be helping her. So I think there's something not sinister. What's the word? Uh, some skullduggery going on here with the faceless something or other. And Arya, like maybe this is some sort of test for the waif. Maybe it's not really Arya. Yeah. Uh, something's going on. I immediately noticed that the waif didn't just sneak up behind her and slit her throat. She stabbed her in the stomach, which you know, is not fatal immediately, you know, like she had to know Arya would fight back. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the waif was trying to kill her at that point. I don't know if she just wanted to make her suffer cause she hated her. Uh, there's some theories out there that, uh, that wasn't Arya at all, that that was Jake and Hagar doing a test on the waif to see if the waif would actually just kill her right away. Or if the waif was going to make her suffer. In which case she and, made her suffer. And toy with her, yeah, exactly. Hmm. And toy, you know, so, toy with her a little bit before she killed her. Well, if that's the case, then why did Arya slash Jacken or Jaken putz through the street? Don't know. Seemingly very distraught. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't see Arya being that careless, you know, after all well, she had been yeah, through. Exactly. It, that was so weird. She didn't have Needle with her. Nope. I don't know. Very, very strange scene. I, I, I don't think I don't think it's what it seems. Is, is all? No, I, I, it can't be. No, I just I don't, I don't see it. Um, if it, if it is what it is, then strange. I, well, I think her her savior is going to be that actress woman. Yeah, is going to find her and Lady Crane. You know, Lady Crane, yeah, mm-hmm. and because uh, that's the only friend she has, other than uh, what's his name from like the first season. That the the guy who trained her, Sirio Farrell. Yeah, Sirio Farrell. He was a Bravosi. Yeah, he's dead though. Suppose, yeah, that's true. Uh, supposedly what, married. What did we learn? 
if you don't see it, <laughs> that's a good point. Doesn't mean they're dead. That is a very good point. Yeah, yeah. He was supposedly killed by Marin Tramp, but maybe not. I would love for him to come back. He was when I read the book, um, the first book, which is the only one I read. He was like one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and I think they did a pretty good job with him in the show. But Absolutely, wasn't in in it for very long. Sure. Yeah, so I don't know. I I think, like you said, not everything is as as it seems no. with that. But who knows? I don't know. Stuff got weird. Yeah, it did. And they and they, of course they didn't talk about that part uh, in the the after thing. Oh yeah, right. They didn't address it at all. No, they didn't talk about that one. That scene. <laughs> so oysters, clams, and cockles. Yeah. No, I, I a lot of people complained about that that episode. They said it was boring, but um, I loved it. I thought it was. Really oh yeah, bad. I didn't think it was boring at all. No, like I keep saying, my fear is just that the supernatural stuff is going to take over what I loved so much about Game of Thrones, and I just really hope it doesn't. Yeah, really hope it doesn't. Yeah, you hope they beat back the the North, just beats back the White Walkers, and then they go back to uh, trying to settle out who's going to sit on the Iron Throne. You know? Yeah, I just I like know. I want the White Walker stuff to be solved by one of these side stories, like Sam Tarly, you know, yep. comes up with the solution and saves the day. Like that would be fine, but I don't want it to. I don't know. You don't want it to be the threat. Yeah, even though they've been planting that seed, sowing that, sowing that seed ever since you know the show started. You yeah. know, winter is coming. But well, they're kind of billing the. Uh the Daenerys situation to be the threat that Westeros is going to face. Right. You know, that would be interesting. I I would be more okay with that than uh, like a white Walker massive invasion. Everybody join hands and fight the evil doers. Sure. Which I don't think would happen because I think that was part of George RR Martin's goal in writing song of ice and fire series. Mm hmm. It was sort of an answer to the Tolkien yeah. good and evil. I don't yeah. know. It's good stuff, though. I can't believe there's only three more episodes this season. I know. It goes too fast. And then I have to wait another year. Wait, three more? Yeah. Eight, nine, ten. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, we'll hopefully do the same next week. And hopefully it won't be as late. Yeah. So. Oh, let's spin that. Yeah, and this episode's almost four hours long, too. So, all right. Uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us. Once again, me and Corey will hopefully be doing this one, uh, the same type of thing after next week's episode. Uh, but we'll let you know. Maybe I'll have the wife on one of these times, too. There you go. It'd be yeah. nice to have somebody else's yeah. perspective. Get a different perspective. Okay, yeah, thanks for joining us.